0: Welcome to the Steve Travalee Show on Demand. Don't forget to follow this show so you never miss a minute.
1: From the streets of Union City to your nighttime radio, Steve East keeps you in the
2: Jersey know. From seven till
0: eleven, live local and live.
3: Thank you so much. Mike Rocket, have we got a show for you tonight? So much to cover. Valentine's Day in New Jersey. Steve Trevelis, you and me till 11 o'clock tonight, talking all things Jersey, because that's what we do at 1-800-283-101.5. You go on uh, for Valentine's Day. I put the uh, 12 greatest love songs by Jersey artists on NJ1015.com. So uh, if you're in the mood for a little mood music, you know, Plug them into your Spotify and you'll be all set to go. But you don't need that because you've got us right here at New Jersey 101.5. The uh, last night, uh, the last couple of, di- couple of nights, last couple of days, we've been talking about anti bullying in New Jersey because of what happened with 14 uh, year old Adriana Cush, who took her own life. And um, last night we talked about it again. And the, uh, the thing about a topic so passionate. Uh, That everybody's talking about that hits us in our hearts is that you get a lot of calls when you get a lot of calls You have to move people along because I want to have everybody on I want to give everybody a chance to say what they're going to say and what they want to say and that's what the show's all about. It's not the National Enquirer of radio. It's just about you, the passion that we in Jersey have, getting, you know, getting our feelings out, expressing ourselves and looking for solutions. You know, there are people who lament what's going on and there are people who look for solutions. And Diane Grossman of Rockaway Township, who lost her daughter, Mallory, when Mallory took her life in 2017 as a result of being bullied, she looks for solutions. And since then, she's become an uh, anti bully advocate for mallory's army uh the inspiration for mallory's law which was signed by governor murphy in january of 2022 and uh she joins me now on new jersey 101.5 now you were on last night before i had hit the 8:30 news and just to clear the air like i you know like i messaged you last night i thought the call was great i had no problem with the direction at all and i'm glad you're here now so that we could talk more how you doing
4: yeah
5: Thank you so much. Thank you so much for bringing us back on. And I think, you know, this is an example of how bullying or how social media can really blow something out of proportion, right? Like your perspective was, thank you so much for the call, and you moved on to your news. My perception was you hung up on me and didn't like the direction of the way the call was going, so you moved on to another person. So I think this is a prime example. Um, So we're adults, and we... It went bad for us. Imagine how it is for kids. So I think this is a great way to explain so that parents can understand the gravity of how social media and tone and conversations can really get out of whack for kids.
3: You make up a great point when you say tone, because when you're talking to somebody, when you're having a conversation, you're looking at that person in the eye, you can see the expression, you can see the smile if they're kidding, you can see the, the frown if they're serious. When you're on social media, all you get are words. And depending on your outlook, most people, I think kids especially, will go to the, you know, will err to the negative and they'll see things and they'll read into things and also on top of that they'll you know they'll be affected by things i feel so bad you know for what happened with you for what happened with you know with mallory and uh, who better to put on to talk about it
5: right right well first of all i thank you and i think it says a lot about your character and here's what i will say to you is So many people reached out to me and told me what a great guy you were. And they're like, Diane, you got it all wrong. But I think that that's it. You know, you're bringing a voice to it. And you've got so many different listeners and so many different personalities. And like you said, I'm so solution driven, right? Like for me, like you said, it touches my heart. You know, there are so many parents that are struggling, emailing their school, begging their school for support, looking for help. You know, how hard is it? as a school system or as a parent to tell another kid, Hey, stop teasing that kid. But as we see, it's pretty difficult. So from my chair and from all of the people that are my listeners, you know, we're looking for like, how can we fix this? And so I think it's, Important to get the word out. Thank you so much for showcasing Mallory's Army and our mission. Um, And so I think this is a true example of how people can work together using your platform, me using mine. Um, So, yeah. It's just really about talking about it. I want people that are listening to you to understand that bullying is not what it used to be. It's not kids will be kids. Um, This is is a social and emotional issue. It is fueled by social media, um, and we've got serious depression in there. It just made national news. CDC has reported that girls are struggling, and so when you hear that, I mean, I don't really want to talk much about it. But I heard through the grapevine that New Jersey lost another kid today to suicide.
3: Oh my God! You know, I I saw what you sent me and the the, uh, story. Your story is on nj1015.com. We put it up today. Uh, You know, it's not like it was when we were kids. So the question I got to ask you, Diane Grossman, where did we? Where did it go wrong? How did it get to this point?
5: I think that, gosh, there's so many different, I have so many different theories. I do do think that one of the core issues is social media. I also think that we have somehow just stopped disciplining kids. And I said this to you last night, when children can predict the consequences of their behavior, that's a start. And I just think today's kids, really don't have the consequences that they used to. You know, I recently heard a police officer give a kid they had, there was something that was an issue and they had um, community service. And the parents called up and said, no, my kid's not going to community service. They've got
3: lacrosse practice tomorrow. Amazing. Amazing.
5: How do you combat that?
3: No. Amazing. You know, but you did. You combat it. You continue to combat it. You got Mallory's Law passed. Tell us about Mallory's Law
5: it's a base hit, right? Like, listen, you can't legislate behavior. Our moral compass has to legislate the way that we raise our kids and how we parent our kids. So, I'm going to say it again, our moral compass. But Mallory's Law is a base hit. It forces the school to put in writing the 10-day investigation, and it also gives um, some adjudication to possibly giving fines. It increased the fines for parents when kids are found to be bullying. So, is it a great law? No, but it certainly is a step in the right direction, and more than anything, it forces schools to start training in Mallory's Law and deeper training in HIV, which stands for Harassment, Intimidation, and Bullying.
3: If people want to get in touch with you, if people want to join Mallory's Army, what do we do?
5: (laughs) Reach us out. It's uh, Mallory'sArmy.org is our um, page. My biggest concern and what I ex- express for everybody, watch our film. We have a documentary. Yes. The link is on our website. It's on Amazon Prime. It's on iTunes. It's an ABC after-school special. It's a great documentary. It's 90 minutes. Watch it and have some really tough conversations with your kids about what's going on. And last but not least, get your kids off those apps. They're just not good for them.
3: All right, I can't. I can't thank you enough for coming on. Now I gotta hang up, Diane. So you know we gotta do this, right?
5: Hey, Steve. Bye. I'll talk to you later. Oh, okay. I, thought,
3: I thought we were gonna count to three and do it together.
5: Okay, ready?
3: All right, ready. One, One two, <laughs> two, three. It's <laughs> New Jersey One One Point Five. Fast traffic. A pet to your family? My friends at Pet Center and Oldbridge know exactly how to match with the perfect pet. They have a large selection of quality puppies from USDA licensed and inspected breeders. When you bring home a Pet Center puppy, you get the most comprehensive guarantees in the market, up to date vaccines, five generations of pedigree, complete homecoming kit. They have a large selection of small animals, reptiles, birds, and tropical fish. Visit them at shops at Oldbridge on Route 9 or at PetCenterNJ.com today. Alright, one 800 Steve Trevellis. So glad to have Diane Grossman on Mallory's Army. Check it out on Facebook, mallorysarmy.org. It's on NJ1015.com. We were talking about bullying and, uh, I'll, I'll do another segment. I'll take it to 730. If it keeps going, I'll keep going. But when it, it's what everybody's talking about, I heard Dennis and Judy talk about it for a few hours this morning. It's something that when you look at the video of Adriana Cush, Uh, What happened to her and then later on she sees the video and the next morning uh, they find her and It's it's crushing. It's heart-wrenching. You know this uh, What can be done? You know I floated the idea last night of teaching self-defense in school not as a so much as a solution to bullying But as something to build confidence in children. I asked uh, Diane. Where did we go wrong? as far as parents and you know if social media is the problem, then what can parents do about social media? Is there any kind of education? Maybe schools should offer classes in social media, do they? I don't know. my son's a 16. I don't think they take, I don't think they've ever taken one. Uh, you know, the idea that okay, let's do a social media class. Let's maybe we make this mandatory. So that when they are in seventh and eighth grade, like what's the age when you start, when kids start getting into social media, like eighth grade, maybe high school, you know, uh, my sons are on Instagram. Uh, so maybe there where you go into high school or, and you, and you give them a class, a mandatory class, not like an elective. This is what this is. This is going to affect your life. This is how you use it. This is how it can hurt you. This is how you get a handle on it, because a lot of kids don't understand it, and their friends, it's kind of like learning about the facts of life. Your friends tell you you don't really know, you don't want to say anything, you go into health class, yeah, I already know. So it's kind of like that with social media. Oh, yeah, I'm on Instagram, and the next thing you know, people start getting you to do stuff on Instagram, or you start doing stuff on Instagram, or putting stuff up that you think is funny and a good idea, and the next thing you know, it bites you in the ass. So maybe there... If, if if you teach kids, if there's a bullying, like a social media class where you say, all right, this is, you know, this is social media. Here's how it can hurt you. Here's how bullying in social media works. So then if you're confronted with it, if you recognize it, here's how you stop it. You know, and there may be more laws governing social media. You know, Diane talked last night. Well, why did TikTok air it? You know, they, they they'll worry about content that's being put out by uh, one party or another. But nobody has a problem with the stuff that kids put out there trashing other kids, which results in kids taking their own life. Why is that not being monitored? 1-800-283-101.5. Your thoughts? Your thoughts on the whole situation? You know, we took a lot of calls last night from people who were, you know, when I was a kid, you know, 40 years old, 50 years old, 60 years old, when I was a kid. Well, you know what? Going back to the caveman days, you know, when uh, when Fred Flintstone walked out of the cave and somebody punched Barney Rubble, Fred Flintstone knocked that guy in his ass. I'm thinking, it'd be a great cartoon, wouldn't it? Uh, or maybe like uh, Roma and Betty would beat him. But still, uh, Bam Bam definitely would. So, you figure, bam, bam, you figure that, you know, that's the way problems were solved. At some point in your life, you're going to be confronted by a bully. How you act in that situation is going to be what determines the rest of your life. And now, you know, it's not about you versus the bully. It's not about, you know, when I was a kid, if we, we would fight each other. We did it on the corner of 17th or 15th Street, New York Avenue. Traffic cop was there and it was was over by the time it was over you were friends pretty much uh talk about control takes a village now it's not like that and the embarrassment of stuff that goes up there that people just see forever i wouldn't want to live with that humiliation would you with any child so maybe we need to educate you know, maybe we need to police better social media. Maybe we need the same people that are worried about uh, what Trump is posting or what, uh, you know, whoever's posting should worry about what kids are posting. And, you know, and, and say, hey, this does not belong there. And then you find out who posted. You go after that person who put it up there and you put them in Facebook jail. You give them a life sentence. Jen's in Tom's River on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Hi, Jen.
6: Hi, this exact thing happened to my daughter. She was in junior high in Tom's River. Um, She was being bullied basically all year. We tried to go to the board vacation. I didn't find that it was bullying because there was no identifiable traits. Like she wasn't gay. She wasn't fat. Uh, They weren't calling her specifically ugly. Um, And it ended up being a And they beat her up and they uh, videotaped it. And then the harassment after that of everybody making fun of the fight, she actually had brain injury. And the board of education still told us that it wasn't bullying. How
3: how does that happen? So, so what is it? Certain criteria that you have to be uh, fat or gay in order to be bullied? That's ridiculous. How do these guys get away with this?
6: Yeah, it's it is ridiculous. She had a traumatic brain injury because of it because it was outside on the concrete, and she's in her her. Were you
3: able to sue the school over that?
6: No, I, I was thinking about be. taking a lawyer, and no yes. lawyers would take it because they don't want to fight the school district. That's number one.
3: And the lawyers are cowards.
6: hundred percent. She had to go to therapy for a year. Uh, her personality is still not... This same.
3: happened on school ground. There's a case there. Mm-hmm. There's a suit there.
6: Yeah, especially from all the emails. It was a year of bullying from the same group of girls.
3: What um, eventually happened? Her
6: twin sister had jumped in to try to help, and they wanted to get her in trouble. And my daughter ended up having um, to, you know, be either suspended or go to their their version of counseling. But she didn't do anything wrong. So no. it's just it's it's a, it's a, a new tolerance.
3: Yeah, well screw that the
7: video. Mm-hmm.
3: That's just mm-hmm. gutless. That's gutless on the school's part. And that's how Adriana Cush died, you know, because the school refused to go after these kids. They suspend, but they wouldn't go after the police. You know, they wouldn't call the police. Right. So what happens is, right, the superintendent ends up uh, resigning in disgrace, a $190,000 a year job. And now after all this, it took, it took a little girl to die before the police right. would actually charge yeah. her. I, I hope you get resolution yeah, to this, Jen. I really do.
6: It's so terrible. I I feel so bad for her and her family and her her parents. I know they probably feel hopeless like I did. My daughter had a great support system, so we got her through it, but the school didn't do anything. Absolutely nothing. How is she
3: doing now? How old is she?
6: Um, She's 15, and she's in her freshman year of high school. She's doing pretty good in North Mm -hmm. um, so far, but my daughters also tell me there's, like, fights every day. So I try to tell them to keep their heads low and, you know, don't don't feed into it because we don't want to go through all that again. And she still has scars from the fight. I felt so failed by the school system and Ah. I felt so hurt for her, her embarrassment. And she was depressed. She wouldn't get out of her bed for a couple of days.
3: I hope somebody I know hears this.
6: parents must have been going through.
3: Yeah, I I hope somebody hears this and takes up your case. Jen, thanks so much for calling New Jersey 101.5. 283 101.5. Have you dealt with bullying? Why are the schools so uh in, in, incompetent, impotent when it comes to stopping it? 7:30. Now the latest New Jersey. Brought to you by Garden State Power Sports. Ride with compromise. With Ride without compromise with Garden State Power Sports, okay? The tri-state area's leading CF moto dealer. Check out New Jersey's largest selection of CF Moto side-by-sides and motorcycles, Route 22 in Lebanon, Route 10 in Mars Plains, or visit GardenStatePowerSports.com. Ride without compromise. Now I get it. All right. I'll tell you what I don't get. And uh, Ryan Bissell, my producer, is in here today. How's it going? Uh, I go to the bank yesterday. Mm -hmm. uh, Because there are people that live on... They don't like to carry cash. I like to carry cash. I like the the secure feeling of knowing I got a few dollars in my pocket. Because I don't like the idea of getting a credit card statement at the end of the month, which says you owe thousands of dollars. And I always try to knock it down. And so anyway... I've had a bank that I've been with for about, I don't know, 30, 40 years. Mm-hmm. I got my mortgage with it, I got my business, everything, right? So I go to the same place all the time. I pull up to the cash to check, and uh, everything's closed. And I'm like, oh, it's not 5 o'clock yet. What am I? Did I miss it? Mm-hmm. So I go in. The bank is open. And I'm greeted by a guy who is one of these guys that every time, you know, there's people that every time they talk, it's like they're smiling. Yeah. And every time they smile, you're like annoyed because I don't want to be given bad news with somebody with a smile on their face. Yeah. I want someone looking at me with sympathy. Yeah, some feeling. (laughs) I don't want, "Eh, sorry. So anyway, we don't have cash. What do you mean? You're the bank. We don't have cash. Does Jesse James know about this? (laughs) You don't have cash? I never in my
8: life heard of a cashless bank. That doesn't. I mean, I don't know, like, how, what's the bank robber supposed to do when they get there?
3: What's anybody supposed to do? So I go in, and like, so, so now here's the deal. So the guy says to me, oh, I'm going to take your check. Oh, we're gonna, we can do this. So first, like, all right, so I go in there with the check. Mm-hmm. We can do this. Okay. We go over to the ATM machine, and I give him the, the card. I didn't realize he gave him my son's card. I didn't recognize the number. <laughs> and he runs through, and they take the check, and I need the money. So I'm expecting cash, yeah. but I couldn't get the cash because apparently the, my son didn't have enough money in his account to cover the check. <laughs> I didn't realize my son had to have enough money in his account to cover the check. If I'd known that was the case, I never would have given him the check. I would have left. So now I go in there to cash the check. Huh. I lose the check. <laughs> I have no cash, and I have, to come back, I have to go back
8: today in order to rectify the situation. Wait, so was there like an overdraft fee or something? No, it to... no, that
3: wasn't that it was just the idea that they had to wait for the check to clear Oh, but why would I deposit the check? And again, all I yeah. wanted to do was cash the check. I'm not looking to deposit the check, but my question is this You know anybody how, how do you feel about the idea of banks not having cash? And I went back today, mm-hmm. and I had a, a conversation with the manager uh, a friendly guy, and she's telling me how this is the wave of the future. And how, you know, soon banks won't have cash. And with all the technology we have, and this is so much better, and there's so many other things you can do, and blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, there's a line by the ATM <laughs> and it's like, oh, and person after person is freaking out because they get the, they're trying to get the cash out of the ATM and it ain't work. I don't know how to fix this thing. What's this, What's that. This is a bad idea. So my question is this one eight hundred two eight three one oh one point five, should banks have cash? And how do you feel about banks that don't have cash? And do you carry cash? Are you a cash person, or do you live your life totally by check, credit card, app,
8: you know, Apple Pay, or whatever? I mean,
3: because there's so, there are certain situations where you would need cash,
8: yeah. right? It's, it's actually interesting. Um, I, I did a little bit of research here in the break. Uh, in 2019, our, our Governor Murphy here passed yeah. a law saying that all businesses in New Jersey still need to accept cash. Except for the
3: bank, who yeah, won't except, give it to which you. Which apparently not a business. You, you, the bank's not a business. You go to the bank, I have to have cash, because <laughs> the businesses will accept Oh, I'll go someplace else. There are other branches of this bank, which I will not name, yeah. that will cash checks. But this one won't. And I've never heard of anything. Like, it's like going to the, it's like going, although I once went to an animal rescue and there were no dogs there. Yeah. Where are they? They're coming on Thursday. What do you mean they're coming on Thursday? I'm here now yeah <laughs> that was the way i got my fluffy i went to a pet store and said enough nope of this but yeah. anyway but getting back to this though yeah is it wrong is it so wrong to to expect
8: to 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 want the bank to have cash i don't think so i mean that's essentially they're just the brick and mortar version of like the app on your phone then i mean yeah Like i
3: mean what wh- why why pay those people why not just <laughs> turn the building into a pizzeria
8: yeah, just and have pizza. <laughs> yeah, you don't need to go in and have that awkward conversation with the smiley guy. You could just take a picture of your check or whatever on your phone and, you know, go about your day. Exactly.
3: I mean, one 800 How do you feel about banks that don't have cash? And uh, do you, are you a cash person or uh, do you use your, are you more of a credit card person? Do you still carry cash? Anyone that still carries cash, I want to hear from you. Anyone that doesn't carry cash, how do you live without carrying the cash? I mean, like, uh, there's got to be something. How do you tip a guy?
8: Yeah, you, exactly. You, the,
3: the guy parks your car, right? He, you're there, all right? You get a haircut. You want to tip the person, or you can put it on the card. No, always, not always. You want to slip the guy a couple of bucks? You know, you're, uh, you're in the store. You want to grab something. Do you have to have the credit card for everything? Does everything have to be recorded? Yes, one 1015 Now, are you a cash person or a credit person?
8: Um, I or are was you a, both. I was a, a card person for the longest time, but then I realized, like you said, with the tipping, I couldn't tip people. You know, if like you know, the pizza guy or you know the kid who's like you know giving me my food at the door, I couldn't give him any money, and I felt so bad. So now I, I carry you, you know singles and fives on me.
3: You're, you're walking down the street, you see a cute little girl sitting behind a table selling cookies. Do you hand her your wrap? Right? It's a hot day, and there's a kid selling lemonade. Just take my phone. Do you walk over to little Johnny and go, come here, little Johnny. Here's my thing. 1-800-283-101.5. Do you know someone who is being held back from what they want or need to do or have had to stop doing things altogether because of pain? Have you heard someone say, I don't do that anymore. I can't because of my hip, knee, foot, back, etc.? Pain is holding you back? You can do something about it. You need to go to Trinity Rehab. Does this sound familiar to you? I went to the doctor, doctor, and they gave me muscle relaxers and pain pills and told me to follow up in a week. Well, Trinity Rehab is unlike any place you've ever tried. No prescription needed, same-day appointments, fast results. Trinity Rehab actually fixes the pain instead of masking it. Call Trinity Rehab at 800-518-0977 or go to trinity-rehab.com. Be sure to ask about their EPAT therapy. It's cutting-edge acoustic pressure wave therapy. that breaks up scar tissue, enhances healing, and frees you from pain fast. In fact, most patients see results in three five-minute sessions, and no prescription is needed to get started. Trinity Rehab has dozens of locations in New Jersey and Pennsylvania, like their newest ones in Woodbridge, Flemington, Toms River, and Walm. So you know there's one near you. For more details, visit trinity-rehab.com. That's trinity-rehab.com. Now they brought to you by Canisense Foundation, offering a total of $20,000 in college scholarships. Send a music clip with the lyrics, CannaSense is Common Sense, uh, open to current full-time college students or high school seniors who will be attending full-time college. For complete rules, go to CannaSense.com slash scholarship. Is it common sense for banks not to have money in them when banking customers who do their banking there go to cash a check and they are turned away because the bank has no cash? Does everything you spend need to be recorded? Maybe that's the way we stop uh, all the migrants sneaking into the country. You know, they, they can't work off the books, right? How, how would you be able to work off the books if everything had to be accounted for? You'd have to explain the money. I don't know. I still am in favor of sending the Jersey beach tag ladies down to the Mexican border. I think that would solve the problem, but that's me. Let's go to Sam in Rahway under Jersey 101.5. Hi, Sam.
9: Hi, Steve. Thank you for taking my call tonight.
3: My pleasure, friend. What are you thinking?
9: Uh, I carry cash. I've been carrying cash since 2006.
3: Okay, why 2000? What did you carry in 2005?
9: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Honestly, I didn't know what to carry in my wallet. Oh, Um, just. I was just, um, as I was working, um, I couldn't figure out whether to carry 20s, 10s um i wasn't making enough to make hundreds so it came down to fives that's okay whatever you got and,
3: and you carry the cash for gas and coffee right
9: yeah uh yes uh more gas i carry fives in my wallet and at least maybe i shouldn't say this over the radio but a hundred and, a hundred and ones
3: we're not going to find yeah. you say or you go to the strip club a lot right
9: if you want, if you wanna say that, sure.
3: Ah, okay. Sam likes to make it rain, so he can't do that with credit cards. So he oh, carries yeah. In Rahway? Where the hell do you go in Rahway? Well, um when I shot
9: my my wallet and the bundle of hundreds and ones mm-hmm. look bigger than my head. I don't know.
3: There you go. All right. Let's say I'm bringing material to the table. That was good. <laughs> God only knows we'll be in a railway strip club. All right. Uh, let's go back to, I- I'm sure, beautiful. Let's go to Debbie in Barnegat under Jersey 101.5. Hi, Debbie.
9: Hey, Steve. Um, they've been trying to bring in a fully digital money system basically to punish us. Because
3: we haven't punished enough.
9: Yeah, exactly. Um, they want to bring in a Chinese social credit score so that if you shop at a conservative uh, company or corporation, they can deny the charge. And then it brings down your social credit score. And so, they've been talking about this for years. So Same this as political? As a credit score. Yeah. Social credit score.
3: Social. Well, I never heard the term social credit score before.
9: Oh, yeah. Check out the conservative sites at Uh brighteon.com, any of those sites, and they've been talking about it for years. This is a way to control everything you do. So if you don't want to take the COVID shot, they're going to punish you.
3: And they're going to see every dime you spent and where you spent it. And uh, I don't want to be tracked like that. Debbie, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. I don't need the world to know where I spend and where I spend it. Mike is in Woodbine on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Mike.
10: Hey, Steve. How you doing?
3: Good. How about you?
10: Good. good. I want to say a little bit similar to what what your past call just said. The government has been trying to control where we're spending our money for the longest time. If you have cash, it's the glass vest that your freedom we have. You have cash in your wallet. Right. They don't know what you're doing, where you're going, how you're spending it. You know, if Once they, you, everything's through credit card and, and uh, debit cards, they know where you're going. It's pretty simple. And where you've been. It's not that complicated.
3: Yeah. That's right. ne-
10: what they want to do. It's, it's, uh, if they know what, what you're making, what you're not making, that's where they really, can you know how to tax you, how to monitor you.
3: So let me ask you this. Like I said before, so what if you're working off the books?
10: So you would do much more complicated work off the books.
3: And, yeah. Hire
10: people, you know, uh, immigrants from the from the streets to work for you. Well,
3: no, they're going ha- to They're going have to figure out a way around that if they want to continue to keep sneaking them in here, so that they could, uh, you know, get them to vote for them or whatever. But thanks for the call to New Jersey one oh one point five. All right, do you carry cash? What do you feel? How do you feel about a bank? A bank that doesn't have cash and brags about it. Trusted, reliable,
10: honest. Depend
0: on New Jersey 101.5, KXW Trenton, WKXW
3: 8. New Jersey Chime Time. As say look at the old clock on the wall, it's 8:09, oh and that's what I ask you to do. Talk to me until the night is over. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you don't even have to have cash to talk to me, but it would be nice if you did, because uh, I went to the bank, and uh, they don't have any money. Who ever heard of a bank that don't have any money? I Jerry Seinfeld. Well, that's with no money in the bank. So uh, do you carry cash, or do you carry, uh, are you strictly a credit card person? And uh, why can a bank not have cash? This just blows my mind. I'm not going to name the bank. I'm not complaining. I I am complaining. Damn it. I want cash. I go into a bank with a check. I want to cash the check. I took the time and trouble to go to the bank. Now he's sounding like Jackie Mason. I took the time and trouble to go to the bank to cash the check. And instead, I leave with no money, honey. Now he's like the big bopper. And uh, I had to come back the next day. Where I'm explained to how, you know, how this is the future. And in the future, banks won't have cash. Then why do we need banks? Seriously. What are we going to do now? Stuff the money in our mattress? 1-800-283-101.5. Mike is in Howell on New Jersey 101.5. Mike, can you believe this?
11: Anyone
3: add to that, Mike?
11: I really can't believe that, no. I mean, it's crazy these days.
1: I, 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 it's a bank.
11: They don't have cash. No. No. Isn't that, isn't that the job of a bank to have cash available for you?
3: You would think. And they're smiling as they're telling me. It's almost like they're laughing. I'm no, sorry, we don't have cash. We're not there. Maybe you go to another branch to have cash, but this branch doesn't have cash. What is the point of having a bank? If you're not if going to have cash in the bank.
11: What if you can't get what they're supposed to deliver, you can't get it, exactly. It's like going to a drive-in and saying, I want to get a milkshake and french fries, and they say, oh, sorry, I'm out of french fries. And they are
3: out of everything, out of food. And then on top of I, this, I, right? I, I
11: can't service you anymore today, I'm
3: sorry. Yeah, so uh, it would be like if they ran out of food, but they don't even carry it. And then you go in and they got people lined up at the ATM machine, why? Because they wanted the cash, they needed money. So now, in the time it takes... You know, they, to save the money, they would have paid the teller to cash the check. They got exactly. a manager explaining to a whole bunch of people why the bank has no money.
11: Exactly. And then, therefore, there's a transaction fee somewhere along the lines where someone's making money, but it's with your money. You're not, you're, you, you, you can't get it. No, right? I, I, I'm 100% on your side. I, I agree 100% with
3: this. Thank you, pal. Why would anybody, why would anybody put money in a bank that doesn't have money? What are you going to do a uh, go fund me? I mean seriously. Uh Joe is in freehold on New Jersey 101.5. Giuseppe, what are you thinking? I, I you know, last Saturday, I took
12: out $700 and $50 bills so the guy could fix my truck. He, he's a retired mechanic. He works out of his house. Right. He can't take I, I, he can't take uh, uh credit cards, debit cards or, or even checks.
3: There are people that don't want to do that. There are people that don't want to, ta- you know, take your credit card because it costs to take the credit card. You know, when you buy gas with a credit card, it costs you more money most of the time.
12: I use cash. Whenever I get that cash, I always use cash. Right, but not now. Right. Okay. My cu- my my cousin was, my cousin only uses debit card. Well, uh, him and his wife are hungry. They want to go into a restaurant. They got to sign up. Uh, our dev our car, our, our, debit, our machines are down. We do only take cash. Now they're hungry and they don't have no money.
3: Mm-hmm. How do you do it, right? How do you do You walking past the street, right? You are walking down a city street and you see a street musician, or Asbury Park boardwalk, you know, and there's some of the great musicians. They're out there. They got the guitar case open. The guy's playing his heart out. What are you going to do? Hand them your hand them your app? It's ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous, Joe. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Peters and Lawrence on New Jersey 101.5. Do you carry cash? I carry cash because it's a necessity. In the restaurant business, you need cash.
13: Right. Without cash, a restaurant cannot function.
3: Exactly.
13: It's unethical for a bank not to have cash.
3: Yeah. I've never heard of such a thing. I've never heard of a bank that does, but there is one.
13: Your waitresses, the cash...
3: At the end of the night. You know what? To, yes. No, go ahead. Because you know what? Now with the waitresses, a lot of people are getting upset because you've taken the tipping out of You've taken the control out of the person tipping. Because now, like, well, a lot of times they go to the counter, they want to buy a coffee or whatever, and they turn the thing around. Do you want to leave a tip? And they see what you're doing. If you're at the table and you want to leave a few dollars on the table and walk out, you should be able to.
13: Not to mention, you know, with a credit card, there are waitresses who will take advantage when it comes time for the 20% required tip. Mm-hmm. They will add another 20% on it if you don't catch it in time.
3: Oh, you see? Then it... in
13: one place. I caught someone.
3: Well, there's another thing. Some places they throw the gratuity on and don't even tell you. And the next thing you know, like you said, you're leaving the tip only to find out you already left the tip. Rose is in Flemington. Show me a rose. Hi,
1: Rose. Hi. How you doing? Good. How about you? Hanging in there, kid. Listen, um, I'm on a social security check, right? And I had a cash machine card, right. And used it somewhere, and then I got a crazy uh, call from whatever the debit card people are saying there's been unauthorized activity on your card. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. They made a tiny one, and then they were going to go for something at Apple. Now, oh, fortunately, right. I bank with Somerset Savings, which is a wonderful bank.
3: Right. They're
1: they have really cash?
3: Sweet. Oh, yeah, yeah. I already like them. I already like them. A bank that has cash. Revolutionary in New Jersey.
1: It's a beautiful bank, and they're so kind. Do you get a toaster
3: when you open an account? Nah, nah. They don't do that anymore.
1: You right? know, you get to be a, a septuagenarian. You've had your toaster. Oh, okay. You already yeah. okay. have now. You've
3: already been toasted. More importantly okay.
1: is that when you use a debit card, somebody in some, either a restaurant or somehow or another, can get that number. I don't know how the hell they pick it up from the ethers. But uh, I and my two brothers have had uh, identity theft. You stick with the green stuff. I'll tell you, I, I go and get it. Mm-hmm. Once in a blue moon, I don't leave it in my apartment because that's not such a good idea. Right. But, uh, you know, hey, I, I got I to got function. And uh, you just take your business elsewhere. They're all counting on the float. Uh,
3: you know? That's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen, you know, because I know there's, a, there's one bank that actually says they'll answer the phone when you call and, you know, go into voicemail hell. <laughs> Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Andrew is in Flemington on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, hey, Andrew. Hi, Steve. How are you doing today? Thanks for taking my call as always. My pleasure. I do. say that because, you know, I
12: appreciate it. I do. Hey man, I got a joke for it after the story. Can I tell you the story first? Uh, first, and then the joke?
3: first, the story. That's the end of the past. First, the story, then Business. the joke. Business first, personal later. Exactly. So, yeah, I'm,
12: I'm appalled. You know, if I went to my bank and said, hey, I'd like to take this $20 bill and clear it into quarters so I could do my laundry, oh, I'm sorry, we don't have quarters anymore. And that hasn't happened
3: yet. Uh, it's it's only a matter of time. I mean, that's another thing. Forget about change. You can't get any money. I never heard of a bank or anybody yep. that doesn't give you any money. Go ahead, Andrew. Let me hear your joke. Think it's too, I think it's true. If you go with a money
12: order, this is the a joke. If you go to the, with a money order and try to cash it, you can't do it if it's not in your bank. If you go Where? If you want to cash a cashier's
3: check or a personal oh money a money order. order, I thought you said muddy waters. Money if order. you go to a yeah, money order, yeah that makes sense. How do you do that? How do, how do you go to the bank to cash so, the money order when they don't have any cash? Yes, yeah, so they smile you at you and tell you to go to the ATM machine. I tell them where to go, and they yeah. end up in trouble. Yeah, and I
12: think in like five or ten years there won't be cash anywhere.
3: Well, for yeah, now, you know, see, that, and that's the point they made. Well, you know, in five or ten years, there won't be cash. Okay, but we're not five or ten years down the road. We're here now, 2023. Yeah. Give me cash. No.
12: Yeah, so I got the joke. It's a recurring joke, and I know you like it. Go ahead. Uh, Dana Carvey, right? All right. All right. He said, uh, Liam Neeson, shopping at Whole Foods. This is an express lane, ten items or less. There you know, are 11 items in your basket. To you walk away now, no harm will come to you
3: that was very good, Andrew. I like that. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. That joke should be taken outside and buried in the yard. <laughs> All 283 1-800-283-101.5. How do you feel about banks that no longer have cash? Uh, do you carry cash? Are you a cash person or are you a credit card person? And uh, tell me the advantages of either one. I'm a cash person. I don't want everybody to know. I don't want the government. I don't want everybody to know every dime that I spend and where I spend it. Where are you? Are you in the market flipping homes? Robert Tukansky of Remax Versus Advantage will help you get your newly renovated home sold for the most money possible. Mary Ellen renovated a home in Somerville. Had so much fun doing it that she decided to sell it and do it again with another home. She connected with Rob's team who put their world-class marketing tools to work. In only eight days on the market, there were six showings and multiple offers. The home sold for $429,500 which was $14,500 over the list price. Mary Ellen got a Great return on her investment and is eagerly anticipating the next project. Robert DeKansky has superior marketing to sell your home for the highest price possible. Rob's multimillion dollar marketing strategy and experienced negotiating attracts the best offer from the most qualified buyers. Call the only agent I would call if I needed to sell my home. Call Robert DeKansky at 855 350 1015. That's 855 350 1015. Or online at RobSellsNJ.com. That's RobSellsNJ.com. Or Google RobSellsNJ. And start packing. And here's Fast Traffic. weather brought to you by Veteran Care Services. Did you know that senior veterans and their spouses may qualify for a veteran pension plan? that can pay up to $2,200 a month for your medical care. See if you or a loved one qualifies. Call Veteran Care Services now at 1-888-E-VETERANS. Steve Trevillis. So I go to the bank with a check. I want to cash the check. The reason I want to cash the check is I have no money. Now, uh, we get paid on the 1st and the 15th, so you get that little gap around the 11th or the 12th, or in some cases the 2nd <laughs> or the 16th, where you need money. So I got a check. Go to the bank. Can you cash the check? And instead, I met with a smiling teller. I, when they, they, they tell you, they, they got like, the, the, the people, I guess it's not their fault. I guess they're trained to act their way. But they got that permanent, they talk with a smile. And the more you talk to them, the more they talk with a smile. And then you start to feel like you're being laughed at and as the guy is taking your check, sucked it into the machine. You can't get your check back. I walked in with a check. Now I'm walking out with no check and still no money. And I come back the next day because uh, I, I got nothing to do all day. You know? I don't want to spend the day at the bank getting a lecture on how it's a good thing that my bank has no cash. And that it was their idea. You know, The first thing, we have no cash. And I'm thinking, were you guys robbed? No, no, no. We, we choose not to have cash. But you're a bank. Why would you choose not to have cash? When I go to the pizzeria, they don't choose not to have pizza. Uh, Walt is in Bristol on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Walt. How are you doing, Mr. Steve? Good. You have good a good story, night. Steve. I, I'm so far so good. How about you?
14: Yeah, very good. Very good. What's oh, early? I to it to come up earlier that a lot of stores anymore, especially mom and pop stores, Right. They're charging extra fees if you want to buy something under $10 because you're using
3: a card. Oh, there you go. So if you want to use cash, so why shouldn't you be able to use cash? Why Why are banks steering you away from cash? Isn't that what banks do? Aren't they in the cash business? They used to be. Now I guess they're
14: extortion. Uh, You you either deal with them or you don't deal with anybody.
3: No, you you go to a different bank. But I got to imagine, I mean, does anybody work in the banking industry that can call and explain this? 1-800-283-101.5. Anybody, any banks want to call and say, hey, we have cash? I mean, seriously, whoever heard of stupidity that if it's it's the wave of the future, well, the future isn't here yet. So can we deal with these these poor people living in the present that still want to use cash? Are you a cash person or a credit person, Walt?
14: I use cash occasionally. Right. I use a credit card for gas because right. the, my wife set up an account with local uh, establishments where you get a discount if you use the card and this, that, and everything.
3: Some of them do, but you notice. They'll, uh, here's what cash. they tell you: they'll tell you if you use the credit card, you get you know you get a discount on the gas. But then when you go, you see that there's a credit card price and a cash price, and a credit card price is usually 10 cents higher. So all they're doing is bringing wow. you back to the cash price.
14: Over where I am in Pennsylvania, just over the bridge, most of the places are the same price.
3: Some are, some aren't. I know, like, I know, like, I think Wawa is, like, some of them are, some of them aren't, but a lot of them aren't. Pay attention. Like, when you go look, take a look at what the oh, cash yeah. price is. Yeah one 800 So basically, I have a very simple question. You know, what are the advantages? I know, like, some people only use the credit card, figuring they're going to get points, they're going to get cash back. Uh, well, every time you go to a store and, you know, you go to a department store or something, you buy something, they don't let you out of the place unless you sign up for the credit card. So you know, I just want to pay for it. Go, go sign up for the credit card, you're going to pay. I just want to pay for it. I went to this bank, the same bank. I got a credit card from the bank six months ago. And in December, they're trying to talk me into getting another card. Relentlessly. To where they're calling my house. They're calling my phone. Can you make an appointment? No, I don't want to make an appointment. And you try to be nice, or I will blow you off. I'll let you know. I'll get, when can we do it? We? Calm down. one 283 1015 This is banking the way it's supposed to be. And it's not Capital One. But seriously. So I want to know, you know, 1-800-283-101.5, how do you feel about this? Are you a cash person or a credit person? And uh, regardless, do you have an opinion on banks that just don't have cash? And choose not to have cash? I wonder, like, where the future is. You know, there's going to be so many other ways To uh, you know to spend money we have apps now, right? We have credit cards. We have Apple pay We could put our phone up and get it. I get that But does that mean that we should still Not have cash because we still have people in the world who use cash And It's not so much you know. Well, the old people don't use use cash, okay, but is it advantageous for young people to use cash? Is it so bad? I mean, is it important that you have your money tracked? That every dime you spend has to be recorded somewhere? Do you like that idea? Are you on board with that? Because that's what it is. Do you need the government or anybody checking into your finances to see where you spend your money, every dime of your money? Or is it okay that you can have a place where you can go and get currency that you keep in your pocket? And you use whenever you choose. They'll give you all kinds of incentives. They'll give you points. I I, I, got, I keep getting this email from one of my credit cards, you know, uh, I got 871,000 points or whatever. And you got points, you got points, you got points, you got to redeem them, you got to redeem them, you got to redeem I go on, what do I got? Oh my God, what have I got? $8.71, seriously? You're kidding me, right? Jim is in Cranford, under Jersey 101.5. Hi, Jim.
9: Hey, how you doing today, Steve?
3: Good. How about you? Doing good.
9: I wanted to add uh, Wells Fargo as a bank was guilty of opening up customer credit lines without the customer's consent. They were guilty of that, you know. I think in the 2010s, somewhere around there. Um, well,
3: that I don't know about, but good.
9: And then number two, I think, you know, as, uh, you know, individuals in our society, as human beings, we should have the right to cash always. And, uh, you know, in our American history, you know, we, the, uh, the colonial times, the British counterfeited American, uh, quote, what they called the, the cash back then was called colonial script. The British dumped tons of counterfeit American currency. So our founding fathers knew that we needed to have hard currency, you know, real money uh, to, to pay our debts.
3: Yeah, because you know what? When you don't see the real money, you don't realize how much debt you're running up, even when you get the bill. And you eternally are making minimum payments, which means you're going to be eternally strapped. Jim, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. one 800 Are you a cash person or a credit person?
11: Uh, I rarely have cash on me. Really? I usually use my card. I mean, unless I know I need it for something, I, I don't carry it.
3: See, I'm over-cash guy. Oh, really all pro- cash, yeah. Only pro- not all cash. The problem is I never not have any cash. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. but the dream, if I were, 830. Now the latest New Jersey... one 283 1015 Cash was banking. Is that the, it's like, you know, how about dry water? Cash was banking. Why would you want to go to a bank and expect cash? one 283 1015 It's happening in New Jersey. It happened to me as it happened to you. And uh, how do you feel about the idea of cashless banking? Do you want cashless banking? Or would you like to have the idea of carrying a little cash in your pocket? Rosemarie is in Sayreville in New Jersey, 101.5. Rosemary, how are you?
4: Hi, how are you?
3: How many people sing to you, Rosemary?
4: <laughs> Every customer that comes in.
3: <laughs> you see that? You must be so sick of that. All right, I'm sorry. Go
4: ahead. <laughs> um, I do work for a bank, and we always have cash on hand.
3: Yeah, but have you ever heard of such a thing where a bank would actually not have cash in the place?
4: I heard one customer complain about one bank in the area that they had no cash.
3: And what were they saying? Were they saying like what I was saying?
4: Yes. When they went to go cash to check, them, um, they directed them to use the ATM machine.
3: They told me, yeah. And you know what? What if I just want the teller to hand me money? What if I don't want to use the ATM machine?
4: I think because they're trying to eliminate the tellers in some branches.
3: So here's what they did. That's
4: what they're trying
3: to do. You walk in, they got two people working at the desk and the manager is sitting there. They eliminated the teller. So instead of having the manager just sitting there, you know, greeting people at the door, why not have that person, you know, making it convenient for the customers rather than trying to retrain them to go away from something they've been using all their lives?
4: I know. My mom had the same problem. That's why these big commercial banks are mm. all trying to do the More community banks are more hands-on. Like, you know, we know the customer's name. We help them. We don't direct them to use the ATM because then we'll lose our job.
3: Right. And you know what? You're smart enough to see that.
4: That's my job you're taking away from me, and I like to use cash, too. I always have cash on hand because sometimes the stores, the credit card machines go down, and what am I going to do? Put all my stuff away?
3: That's a good point. What bank do you work at, Rosebury? <laughs> uh amboy bank amboy bank good bank they have cash cash on hand right
4: Yeah, cash on hand (laughs) good
3: good baby cash on the barrel big barrel (laughs) two eight three i was just gonna put keith on he hung up i had your chance keith what can i tell you thank god i got sober sammy on the phone what's up sober sammy
15: all right man how are you i'm
3: good how about you
15: i'm good i was in the check cashing business 25 years
3: You want to talk about that, or is that something we keep to ourselves?
15: Oh, no, it's fine. Oh, okay, Uh, okay, go
3: ahead.
15: A lot lot of the reasons why I'm not in it anymore is because, you know, we are heading towards a cashless society. In 2011, everybody that was a recipient of unemployment and social security checks all got debit cards and eliminated the check process. Uh, so, you know, I mean, they've been saying it for years. I mean, in Europe, there, there's no cash out there. Uh, they don't use checks. Um, you know, they're going to try to bring that to the United States of America. I think people come here for cash, but a lot of it has to do with eliminating corruption and things like that and controlling
3: But how is it eliminating corruption when basically it brings in a whole new kind of corruption? Because now people can see every dime that you're spending and they can then direct you or bombard you with things that you may not even need, you know, simply by tracking where you're spending and how much you're putting down.
15: No, I I mean, I I agree. Uh, You know, I I still love cash, but... uh... It's just, uh, it, it, you know, hard to access. I mean, you can use a check cashing place if you want to cash that check. Uh, I don't know how much you were looking for that day you went to the bank. Uh, $500. A couple $500, and they didn't have 500
3: They had no money at all in the bank. I mean, they look at you with a big smile on their face, almost like they're laughing at you saying, we have no money here. We no longer have tellers. We no longer have the uh, you know the window, right? The 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 pull up window, the drive through. We have nothing. We have no money. So what, what are you? You're an ATM machine. You're a brick and mortar ATM machine. Who ever ever heard of a bank that didn't have cash, purposely?
15: Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty sad. Uh, yeah. I don't know. You know, again, like I said, you know, cashless society. They've been saying it. For years and years, but I think each year that passes, we're getting closer and closer to that.
3: Well, I hope we get farther and farther away, but I know you're right. one 800 Do you want to live in a society without cash? You know, going back a uh, call as ago, our forefathers knew we needed some form of currency. We can't live our entire life on credit. This is dangerous. People are going to go in. They're going to keep spending and spending and spending. And then one day they're going to get that bill, and they're going to realize they're going to be out of it. At least when you have cash in your pocket... You have power. You have power to spend what you want to spend, where you want to spend it. Not worry about interest, right? Once you're done, you're done. You're not going to get a bill in 30 days. And if you don't pay the entire bill in 30 days, it's not going to roll over with interest the following month, and the month after that, and the month after that. Oh, gee, I got a couple of thousand on my credit card, but it only says I got to pay $30. Well, you know, it's been a tough month. Why should I give them thousands of dollars? I could just pay the $30, and the next month, and the next month, and the next month. Judy is in Tom's River on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Judy.
1: Hi, how you doing?
3: Good, how are you?
1: Okay, I was just wondering, have you seen the video tellers?
3: The video tellers? I'm afraid to ask. What do the the video tellers do?
1: They do everything a regular teller does, but when you cash a check, though, the only problem is they can't cash change. If you have a check for $5.75, they can only give you the $5 or $6. (sighs)
3: Then what's the point of having them?
1: Exactly. It's the strangest thing I've ever seen. <sighs> and if it's a windy out, you're trying to get this little piece of paper to go into a mm-hmm. to make a deposit. It's crazy.
3: Why, why do they take the one to oneness? Why did they take the, you know, the, the, the personal out of banking and out of so much?
9: Well, actually, these people look like they're working from home. Yeah, but still. Because they have their background looks very personal. doesn't look like a, an
3: office. But that one-to-one you know, that Rosemary was talking about earlier where they know everybody at the bank and they take them by the hand because yeah. they're protecting their jobs and they're they dependent on that person. Judy, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. I guess you could say the same thing about the phone company, right? And now, or any, any company. Look at customer service. Customer service is a joke. You know, you call customer service and they do everything possible to beat you up because you called them. You know, the 19 prompts till you finally get someone, a person. And then they take the person who doesn't speak English, and that's who you're talking to. With an accent so thick you can't understand it. What do they do with the English-speaking person? They put them on the Spanish calls. I wouldn't doubt it. 1-800-283-101.5. Does it really come to this? Banks with no cash? Have you ever heard of such a thing? well it's happening in New Jersey you know anyone who's being held back from uh, what they want or need to do or had to stop doing things altogether because of pain have you heard someone say I don't do that anymore I can't because of my hip knee foot back etc if pain is holding you back you can do something about it you need to go to Trinity Rehab does this sound familiar to you I went to the doctor they gave me muscle relaxers and pain pills and told me to follow up in a week well Trinity Rehab is unlike any place you have ever tried no prescription needed same-day appointments fast results Trinity Rehab actually fixes the pain instead of masking it. Call Trinity Rehab at 800-518-0977 or go to trinity-rehab.com. Be sure to ask about their EPAT therapy. It's cutting-edge acoustic pressure wave therapy that breaks up scar tissue, enhances healing, frees you from pain fast. In fact, most patients see results in three five-minute sessions. And no prescription is needed to get started. Trinity Rehab has dozens of locations in New Jersey and Pennsylvania, like their newest ones in Woodbridge, Flemington, Toms River, and Wall. So you know there's one near you. For more details, visit trinity-rehab.com. That's trinity-rehab.com. All Jersey 5. 918-283-1015. Right, Steve Trevelise. Yeah, now once upon a time, you go to the bank, you cash a check, and you know what they'd give you? Cash! For that, they give you a toaster if you open an account. Or a plate set. That's, that's long gone. But now, you're taking cash away from banks. ever heard of such a thing? 1-800-283-101.5. How do you feel about that? Matt is in Tom's River on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Matt. Hey, Matt. How you doing tonight? Good. How about you?
12: It's too early yet. Know. You know, when you talk about the, the the bank had no cash, and I just shook my head. I'm like, you got to be kidding me.
3: By plan, they didn't run out. They planned to have no cash.
12: Yeah, it just it's just getting more stupefied every day.
3: Can you imagine the board meeting? Right. That's what we're gonna do. Here's, I got I got a boss. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna take away the cash, and they all bought into this.
12: Oh my god! You know, and and like. I'm, uh, I'm a member of three different major social clubs, mm-hmm. and whenever I go out to have some adult beverages,
3: none of them have a credit card machine, so what else no. do I pay with? That's what I mean. You, know, it, you it, it, know, the world, money makes the world go round, not credit cards. Money makes yeah. the world go round.
12: And it's that old saying, cash is king.
3: Yeah. And you know what? The cash is king, and in this country, they're trying to dethrone it. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Adrian is in Westfield on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, hey, Adrian.
12: Hi, how are you doing? When I was in France, they had the, on a train, they had the gendarme, you know, the, the police there right. asking everybody to take out their wallet and show them how much money they had. Really? On that, yeah. They're, trying, they're, they're This is going on uh, worldwide. So everything that that woman said was earlier about the uh, social credit score is corrected.
3: Well, that sucks. Yeah. That totally sucks. Yeah. Adrian, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Kathy's in Basking Ridge on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Kathy. Hey,
4: Steve. How you doing? Happy Valentine's Day.
3: Happy Valentine's Day. How are you?
4: I'm doing excellent. Um, I'm a cash person. Right. Uh, the way I was raised, my father said that, you know, you pay in cash. We have a credit card for emergencies. Um, you know, when you put down 60, 80, a hundred dollars, you think about it. When you use credit, it's like nothing. And then you see the bill and you're like, Holy Christmas.
3: That's the thing. They, they try to get yeah. you to the credit card. Cause you're not thinking about, yeah, I just put it on a card. I just put it on a card. I just... And next thing you know, you're like, you get that bill. So what do you do? Ah, I'm going to make the minimum payment. And, and then, Oh my God, I got all this credit card debt. Then you turn on the TV. Want to get out of credit card debt? And, and you dig yourself in a deeper hole. It's ridiculous.
4: And I use the um, Fulton Bank in Warren Township. They all know me. It's wonderful to be greeted by people that know you. Customer service. It's wonderful.
3: They, you know what? It's funny because the bank I use, they go over the top to try to talk to you and start a conversation. But they're still, despite all that, it's just so phony. And there's no real personality there. There are some people who are nice. There were some people who are nice. But now it's just, you know, you just see it's forced. But again... I don't need to get to know you. I just want to cash my check. You know, I, I don't mind getting, I'm sure you're nice people. I, I would love to get to know you, but I just want to cash my check. Doris is in Tom's River on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Doris. Hi,
7: Steve. Uh, well, uh, I'm an older woman, and I went into the bank down here. Right. And uh, it was a year ago at Christmas time because I wanted denominations. Right. and. It was a teller that I did not know, and I told her what I wanted. She said, we have an ATM. I said, no kidding. I know you
3: have an ATM. Well, what are you doing? Not, <laughs> so are you got something else to do? Is it I your said, job to get me
7: money? Yeah. So I said, but I want this money because I have denominations here. I mean, I have grandchildren. And she said, but we have two ATMs. I said, well, good for you. I said, you know, if it wasn't for people like me, you wouldn't have a job.
3: And, and you I know said, what? They're eliminating your job. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry.
7: I said, I'm not leaving here until you give me the money. And what'd they do? She gave me the money. She gave me the money. I went home. I wrote uh, the branch manager an email. I said, I don't want her fired, but I want her retrained. I said, I have never stepped. I've been a customer for a very, very long time. And I get treated like that, that she points her finger and says, we have an ATM. Are you kidding me?
3: I'm telling you. This, go
7: ahead. And I do both. I do cash and I do credit. Mm-hmm. But I always have cash in my drawer, and I tell my, my older grandchildren, the money's in the left-hand drawer. Get it before your mother.
3: <laughs> ah, I like that. I like that. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. I want it 1015 You shake your head. You know, where the hell are we going as a society? Uh, I prefer cash. Because I like to keep track of what I'm spending in the moment. And I also like the fact that it's my decision. We need currency in this country. We cannot lose cash. Because if we become totally reliant on debit, on credit, on apps and everything, next thing you know, you're not going to realize how much money you're spending. And even after you get the bill, you're not going to care because you're never going to see it. You know, you're going to constantly. It's kind of like cars. You should be able to buy a car now. It's like, please don't even. But just make the payment. Just make. Don't even ask what the car goes. for. just make the payment. Make the payment. And we've become so trained to do that.
10: Jersey news and Jersey views live here.
3: It's all right. It's all right. It's going to get you through the night. Hopefully, it's me till eleven o'clock. Steve Trevelisse. Tomorrow night we got Trevia, Music Movies, Television, New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5. Gemini will be here. Uh, let's see. From Atlantic City, Matt Bridgestone's going to be joining us. Jeffrey Paul, of course, is here. Uh, a good time shall be had by you all. Uh, Thursday night uh, is going to be a good night as well. I have no idea who's going to be here. I'm trying to be. <laughs> but I'm working on it. Uh, now I'll get a whole bunch of Facebook. Yeah, I can do Thursday night. What about me, Bob? Uh, so anyway. Uh, Go to nj1015.com I put up since is Valentine's Day And uh, I put up 12 great Valentine's songs Done by Jersey artists And uh, you know This is the day This is the day for love songs I had no idea Did you know yesterday was World Radio Day? I didn't even know we had a World Radio Day but you go on Facebook and uh, if you got a whole bunch of radio guys on your Facebook friends, they will put up the radio stations they worked at and the logos and here I am with eighties hair and here I am with nineties hair and it's been a pleasure to work on the radio. Uh well it was yesterday it was World Radio Day, so today how do you follow World Radio Day, Valentine's Day. And what I've got here is uh, you know, the day for love songs. Nothing but love songs. As Richard Jenny once said.
0: Because if you break up, you know, you can't listen to most things on the radio for about eight or nine years. (laughs) Because they have all these stations that are designed to get people who broke up to kill themselves. Every city in America has one station like this. You're listening to the All Love Songs Station. A station so dedicated to getting lonely people to kill themselves that we play no rock, no jazz. Nothing but stick your head in the oven and turn the gas up full. Love Songs. And now, for everybody who just broke up, here's a song you'll enjoy called, You'll Be Alone the Rest of Your Life. (laughs) From the CD, you'll die in a puddle of your own urine in a welfare hospital. (laughs) So get out those suicide implements and start drinking heavily. As we play the most depressing love songs, 87 in a row, a whole Kevorkian (laughs) star sweep. (laughs) So the point I'm trying to make is it's hard enough to be unhappy in the world without the radio depressing you. If you break up, you have to find goofy music. Not good, just stupid. I recommend the Ethel Merman Christmas Ballad CD. Very pleasant. Silent night! Sing it, Ethel! Anything by Christopher Cross. Little chubby guy, funny voice, always amusing. Once in your life, always sounds like he's driving by, the guy. Thank you, Chris. Happy music, but no, they have to play nothing but love songs. And now here's a song dedicated to all you guys. Whoever had your woman accuse you of a complicated plot that not only didn't you do it, you weren't even mentally capable of thinking it up. (laughs) If you're listening in the car, sit back, relax Close the garage door good and snug
3: (laughs) Open wide and suck the brown wind of doom (laughs) <laughs> love songs nothing but love songs that is one of the funniest richard jenny bits ever i had the chance to i had the chance to open for richard jenny back in 2005 he uh he took his life in 2007 very very sad uh but i want to know from you one 800 on this day of love songs what is, i put i put 12 great love songs up on uh, NJ1015.com by Jersey Artists. And uh, I want to know from you uh, what is your favorite love song or what is your most depressing love song? 1 800 283 101.5. What is the love song that just, uh, you know, that, that, you know that, that you love? What is the one, like, what's your song? You know, if you're a couple, you know, what's your song? What's the song you dance to at your wedding? Because you go through so much trying to figure out what the right song is to dance at the wedding. Arguments happen over that constantly. But on the other hand, what is the most depressing love song ever? 1-800-283-101.5. What would, what would that be? You know, uh, as Richard Jenny uh, went on to say, also in that, in that bit,
0: Eight million hours a day of love songs. And now oh, here's a song dedicated to all you guys who ever had your woman accuse you of a really complicated plot. <laughs> that not only didn't you do it, you weren't even mentally capable of thinking it up.
3: Oh, no, 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 no. Not that one, not that one, not that one. I think I think it's this one. I think it's this one. Let me see. Hold on.
0: Now, what would you say is a good reason not to get married? I'd say the only disadvantage of falling in love is if you break up, it's kind of depressing. I don't know about you, but if I break up, I can't listen to radio for a
3: Nah, all right, never mind. Nine. I got I to find the right one, because there's one in there that was so funny where he talks about, he goes through more love songs, and they're hysterical. But one 800 give me uh, your greatest love song ever, your song. Right? If you were going to dedicate a love song to someone, what would that song be? If you were going to do a long-distance dedication, what would that be? And on the other hand, what is the most depressing love song? A love song that would make you want to slit your wrists. Paul Davis did a song called I Go Crazy, which is one. Uh, Holland Oates, She's Gone, you know, another one. Ones that you're just like, oh, my God, how could this happen? Michael Jackson, she's out of my life. 1-800-283-101.5. On this Valentine's Day, let's see if this works. Give me either your greatest love song ever, the one that is in your head every time you think of the woman or guy that you love, the music that you hear. Or on the other hand... The most depressing breakup song ever. The one that you can't stand. That every time it goes on the radio, it makes you just want to hit the button. I don't know how people write these songs because they know that that's what's going to happen.
8: Right? You got one? Yes, I do. And this one's going to uh, trigger you a little bit. Good. ahead. Uh, the Beatles' Yesterday. You don't like Yesterday? Not that I don't like it, but if we're talking about depressing love songs, I mean. You think yes, there de- is a depressing love song? It's a depressing love song
3: that came to Paul McCartney in his sleep. He goes to sleep. He dreams of number one record. <laughs> I go to sleep. I got it. I got a. I got that mask. What you call it? Uh, what do you call that? that The Epat machine. Not the Epat. No, <laughs> no, it's not cutting edge acoustic pressure wave therapy. Wrong, wrong thing. No, the the <laughs> machine. Not the Epat. <laughs> the PAC machine. the d-pack machine i think that's a rapper right 1-800-283 what okay 1-800-283-101.5 look at this nobody's calling we we have no love in our audience give me your most depressing love song or give me uh your favorite love song see that i'm I'm trying to do valentine's day here i'm trying to be nice uh i can't i can't find the, the rest of that richard jenny bit uh i'll find it i'll
8: find it there a uh, favorite love song uh, hun- uh burn in love by elvis that's 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 favorite your favorite song. love song it's not my favorite but it's one of my favorites
3: really yeah but how did you come to like burn
8: in love from elvis i don't know it's like I know it's, it's, it's never... catchy he it's, hated it's that fun. song by the way i'm not surprised yeah, he was
3: not that was not an elvis Definitely. there was a point where elvis elvis had like had a resurgence where he did the um, uh... the comeback special Mm. and all of a sudden you know on a night that everybody thought Elvis was dead he not, not physically dead, but career-wise dead. He goes out. They told him he's doing a Christmas special, and he and his guys get together, and they decide to do that. And it was the comeback special. And despite all the BS that went on with Elvis, despite all the screwings over he took, mm. when it came to Elvis, just his talent, that man, got up on that stage at a time when you would never think anybody knew. It was so out of vogue. And he took back what was his. Be, when that special ended, when that hour ended on NBC, he was back on top. And they're like, what do you do? He has no songs. <laughs> we have to get him songs. Uh-oh. Right, Row. They start buying songs. <laughs> All, right. All right. In the ghetto. Here you go. Kentucky Rain. Here you go. Buy this one. Buy that one. Okay, no problem. And he gets burned in love, and it was so un-Elvis, but they needed a hit. And they put it out. Yeah. I liked it. I was a big fan. one right, 1-800-283-101.5. Give me your favorite love song. Give me your most depressing love song. And uh, while you're thinking about that, here's New Jersey 101.5, Fast Traffic. B-101.5, Steve Trevelese. Hang until 11 o'clock. It's Valentine's Day. What is uh, what is your Valentine's song? your favorite song your favorite love song i got a bunch of jersey love songs 12 to be exact on nj1015.com by jersey artist because i'm telling you man the jersey we got the music in us we really really do i know liverpool's got the fab four so do we Sinatra, Frankie Valli, Springsteen, Bon Jovi, just to name a few. But uh, give me either your greatest love song ever or your most depressing love song. Walt is in Atlantic Highlands on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Walt.
10: Hey, how are you?
3: I'm good. How are you?
10: I'm doing all right. I would say my most depressing is, I believe it was Bobby Goldsboro that sang Honey.
3: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. See the tree? How big it's grown. That has got to be the most depressing love song ever. And you know what? That was like a number one hit. Yeah. That was a number one hit for a long time, as a matter of fact.
10: Yeah, it really got you.
3: <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. And, and you know what? And, and you couldn't get it off the radio, but it drove me nuts. I, I like that one. You, you know what? Now, uh, what made you go with that one?
10: Well, so as you said, most depressing. That's always been, whenever I hear that song, it, like, just gets gets me choked up right in the throat. Uh, and, you know, you can really get how much he missed that that woman and all the things he remembers about her. And it just keeps going on and on, and it's just, it's a depressing song. I think it's a great song, but uh-huh. it, it, it really gets
3: you. Know. You know, it's funny about it, right? That one line, you know, uh, she, so, she, she wrecked the car and she was sad and so afraid that I'd be mad, but what the heck? Yeah, that happens. Yep. Yeah, what the heck? Wrecked the car? No big deal. <laughs> in real life, it would be a little I different. You wrecked the car! Oh, no, really. No problem. What the heck?
10: Maybe, maybe he forgot about it by
9: now, and now he's
10: not
3: worried. <laughs> yeah, really. Right now, he's worried about the tree in the yard. That's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for the call to New Jersey 101.5. you remember this? Bobby Goldsboro, most depressing Jimmy singer running. ever. You ever hear this? Flipping oh, my God. Holes, hurts, oh, my God. Pete, you ever hear this? I'm listening. You ever heard this song?
0: Uh, this
3: was like a number one record in like 68, 69, like around there.
13: And I surprised
3: well, they still play music from that age after you were born. How about this?
13: I know a lot Two of
14: music ago.
12: there, but...
3: This is amazing.
12: And it would sure embarrass
1: her when I came in from working late.
3: All right, from the album I Got Enough of My Own Problems. He does another song called Autumn of My Life where uh, he's singing to his kid and he's going to die. I mean, I'm telling you, I I'm still alive now.
16: That's depressing, that one.
3: Oh, that one, right? You ever hear that, uh, my, the Autumn of My Life? All yeah. right, see, there's one, right? He was, every song right. this guy sang, he was there. Right, what's your song, Pete? Well, this one, is, you know,
16: is close to me because... Uh, It was, like, my first, like, real, true love. Uh Uh-huh. And, and, you know, we had to part ways, unfortunately, because her parents ended up not liking me.
3: Wow, this is like a movie. This is like Romeo and Juliet, the Capulets and the Pete's from Ewing.
16: There you go. But first off, I got to say, hey, audience, you got to listen to Steve more. I agree. needs to listen to him. (laughs) You know, the man is smart, Uh but also... Hey, I won $50 today, pal. You did? Yeah, it was, I, I got some winnings. On the
3: lottery scratch-offs. All right.
16: Yeah, buddy. All hey, right. $50 in my pocket, so thank you. I Beautiful. Love
3: you. you got it. All right, so give me a song. Give me a song.
16: Dreaming of You by Selena. Oh, now
3: what? Now, now what was the story behind that?
16: What do you mean, what story? The one behind, what happened to her?
3: No, 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 no. I mean, the story behind Dreaming of You. So this was the song that she dumped you, or this was your song, or you just miss her because the parents said you can't go out with Pete from Ewing?
16: I met this girl, um, me and my friend. um, We walked into uh, a clothing store, and she worked there. You know, she had just moved to the area, and I I went to the mall with her, and it was like love at first sight. Right. And you know, I gave her my number and we started seeing each other and we dated for, you know, three years. And she always like she she picked that song. Oh, and every time I hear song. that song Yep, every time I hear that song or hear Selena the name, I automatically think of that. Oh, and in my heartbreak.
3: Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, man. Well you did all right though. You did all right. <laughs>
16: I got a great woman that I've been married to for 20 years, Mm -hmm. and, uh, hey, I will always love that girl, but not as much as I love my wife.
3: There you go. There you go. Good stuff. All right. 1-800-283-101.5. Let's get Bristol Beth on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Beth.
1: Hey, Steve. I mean, um, the depressing song, Teen Angel. Seriously. I mean, they're in a train wreck. They get out, and... She goes running back for a ring? Are you kidding me? I mean, seriously. Your life is not worth jewelry.
3: See, the truth is, it wouldn't have been she that would run back for the ring. It would have been him that ran in for the ring knowing what she would have done had he not produced that ring. Right, That would have been more believable, right? Because the, yeah. guy, the guy would run in for the ring because he didn't even want to feel the wrath of the girl.
1: Yeah, I and mean, oh. you yeah, 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 listen to the lyrics of the song. Oh, can, you know, are you somewhere up above? Can you see me? Yeah. You, there you go. You see? Can, can you tell me where the oh. ring was? Can you, <laughs> they, don't, they don't tell you. They don't tell you all you hear is that she went running back for it, and the train there and she died. Ah! Uh, did you ever
3: hear the one, uh, the one that Pearl Jam did, "Last Kiss"? Uh, I'm not sure. Where, oh, where can um, my baby be? The Lord took her away from yeah, me. Yes, I've heard oh that. Yes, God. I've
1: heard that. A-
3: another one of the most depressing songs of all time.
1: Please. I, mean, all right, it boggles my mind how someone could be so stupid to run to get hit by a train for jewelry. And you know what? Wait,
3: especially, it's probably Kubrick's uh, Aconia too. Just to make matters worse. It wasn't well, even I mean, like ex- it's a, it's a, Well, probably, if you think about when this
1: song was made, it was probably like a
3: high school ring. You know, like when you like, were going to Yeah, it was the high school days. ring. It was the high right. school ring. You're right. I, I don't even have a high school ring. I think I, I threw mine away. <laughs> cool. All right. Most mm-hmm. depressing love song. Oh, most depressing! Most mm. depressing love song. Love song. Or uh, stupid one? depressing love song.
11: Well, the love song that always gets me by Roy Orbison. Um, oh, gosh! Um, uh, it, it's not falling. I, I can't think of the name. It's um, crying, crying, exactly, crying. 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 Yes, yes. yes. Yeah, Yeah. over you. You ever
3: hear Don McLean do it? No, no, I haven't. Don, the guy did American Pie. Is it a 12-minute version of...
8: uh No, no, no. the guy (laughs) did
3: American Pie. What's amazing because Roy Orbison had this incredible voice, Mm -hmm. but he never sang loudly. He sang very soft. In fact, band members would say, like other people who played with him, would say that they didn't even realize he was singing. Until they heard the playback. <laughs> wow! But uh, when you hear Don McLean do it, it's not an easy. When you hear that, it's not an easy note to hit. No. And no. McLean hit it. Wow! He he had a he had a he did a, a cover version of it.
2: Hmm. But, I have to look yeah, that up.
3: That's a that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. And uh, you say to yourself, I ain't mean, worth crying over that much. <laughs> it's, it's okay. Nine thirty. Now the latest New Jersey Steve Trevellis one 1015 all uh, right, it's Valentine's Day. We're talking love songs. Nothing but love songs. The love songs that bring you together. The love songs that make you all gooey, And then we got the love songs that uh, depress the hell out of you, as Richard Jenny says. <laughs> all right, what is your favorite love song and what is your most depressing love song? Let's go to Fred on Route 9 on New Jersey 101.5. Hello, Fred.
9: Good evening,
1: Steve. How are you? I'm good. How about you? Good.
9: So the most depressing love song I know right. is by Tom Lehrer, and it's titled, I Hold Your Hand in
3: Mine. I Hold Your Hand in Mine. There's going to be one of those where, like, he, I'm guessing. I don't know. But I'm hearing country music in my head, and I'm hearing, like, she's dying while he's singing to her. No,
9: no, no. You don't know Tom
3: Lehrer. Uh, he's the author
9: of hits like Poisoning Pigeons in the Park and The Masochism Tango. Oh!
3: there's
9: anything connected to the hand. Uh, oh, so, and,
3: so tell me what the song is about.
9: Uh, well, it's about a guy who kills his wife and chops off her hand as a souvenir.
3: Ha <laughs> <and>, um, ha <laughs> get the idea. All right. All right. I like that. And, and, and what's your favorite song?
9: So, my, my parents are <laughs> blessed memory. Right. My father was in the Second World War and they had a song that they referenced back and forth to each other called, My Heart Belongs to Only You. It's a very sweet song. And um, I think it was
3: by Bobby Vinton, and that always brings back fond memories. Bobby Vinton used to do polkas. <laughs> Remember Bobby Vinton did yeah, a polka? And he did a song called There I've Said It Again, and it went number one. And what's historical about that song is the song that replaced it was a song that would basically change the world. And you know what that was? No. I Want to Hold Your Hand by The Beatles. He was the last guy, pre-Beatle, to have a number one record before the Beatles just took the damn thing over. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. What are you doing here? I'm sorry. Say that again. I didn't hear it. What the hell Thank you. are you doing here? It's you from Ambler. What's
14: going on, you? Go, Trav, man. I'm glad you're in on this Valentine's Day, buddy.
3: Well, I wouldn't miss it for the world. My wife's so happy about that. I can't tell you. It's her birthday today also. Who, what? Your wife's birthday? Today is not only Valentine's Day, it's my wife's birthday. So what do you do when the oh. woman that you are married to, the woman you love, it's also her birthday on Valentine's oh. Day? Oh, wow. She's probably sitting
12: right
14: next to you right there,
3: right? No, no, she's home. No, she's no. home. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, it's great because, like, you know, I bought a nice pair of sneakers. She got the left shoe for Valentine's Day. She got the right shoe for her birthday. It works out well. <laughs>
14: All right, listen, i got to give you my most depressing love song Uh on this Valentine's
3: Day. Okay, what's that?
13: Fly Eagles (laughs) on the road to
14: victory.
3: Oh, look at this. You bringing the funny to the table. I like that. I like that. Okay.
14: I knew you would love that one. But listen,
12: my happy song... Yeah. My favorite song, and I was, you know, I, I hope you can play it. I want to dedicate it to my wife,
9: Sheila.
3: right,
9: because she's my Valentine.
3: Uh, hold on, your wife, Sheila, Now I got, I got to do long distance dedications. All right, what's what's hold this? out. All right, long distance dedications. I want to do your favorite right. song. Hold on. Okay. Well, what is it?
16: Bill Withers.
3: Lovely day. Oh, Bill Werther's lovely day. You know what? You think somebody would have this ready to go on Google, right? I but, thought he uh, would. I, I thought I, I was You talking. know what? I think I do. Hold on. Let me oh. see what I got here. Let me see what yeah. I got here. Hold on. Hold yeah. on. Let's try it again. Let's try let's take the for some reason they think that we gotta take the sound off, you know. How's that, right? There we go. There we go. All right. For you and your lovely wife. Awesome. Sheila I love her. Uh huh. When I wake up in the morning. Oh, dude. There you go. A long distance dedication from you and Ambler to his lovely wife, Sheila. Casey Kasem long distance dedication. There you go. There you go. Oh. listen. You guys dancing? Gotta be dancing. Come on. All
9: right.
3: Uh, what's your most depressing song?
9: Just one look
3: at you. Did I already tell you that one? No, which one? You didn't tell me. Well, I told you he'd fly, he goes fly, but
16: no,
14: Jim Croce, y'all.
3: Ah, yeah, that's not the way it feels. That's not the way it feels. I like that one. Hey, I got one for you. I got one for you, right? This, is, this is a long-distance dedication from, uh, from uh, Juju Smith-Schuster to James Bradbury on Valentine's Day. You ready? All right, here we right.
2: go. Hold me,
9: hold me, never let me go. And <laughs> hit, please play and hit.
3: Huh? That's, that's from, beautiful, man. That's from Juju Smith-Schuster, Kansas City receiver, <laughs> to James Bradbury, the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, uh, yeah, hold me. Yeah, who admitted that he held him after the game and caused him the Super Bowl. Thrill that's me. for the Giant fans. Me. There we go. Thrill me. Thrill me. <laughs> I believe the Giants are going to end up signing Bradbury and giving him another extra ten million dollars for screwing up the Super Bowl for the Eagles. <laughs> that's, that's that's my that's my that's my thought. All right, let's go to Raymond from Rockaway, Bonacena. Hey, Bonacena, Steve, how you doing? I'm good. How about you? Are you singing I'm today? They should, you should have Thank sold yourself out today to go door to door singing to people for Valentine's Day.
14: Oh, I know. Oh. I'm telling you. See that? Well, this song. Yeah. Uh, uh, when I met my beloved wife in, in '61, right, and uh, she sang this song to me because she, you know, she played the piano, and she she was at uh, you know singing uh, at the uh, a lot of places in New York, right. So she and the song is, you are always. In my heart, even though you're far away. Yeah, that's
3: the one. <laughs> oh, nice. Who sang that originally?
14: My, oh, uh, Rosemary Clooney.
3: Rosemary, Clo- George's aunt.
14: Oh, my goodness. Uh, it's old, you know.
3: <laughs> yeah, that was George George Clooney's aunt, was Rosemary Clooney. Yes, yes. <laughs> remember White Fuse C- <laughs> and White Christmas, remember? Oh, that's correct. Yeah. That's correct. How about that? So you're going to sing it for us? Come on, give us a little. Give us a little. You're always in my heart. Uh, uh,
14: hey. Well, you know. Uh, on this Valentine's Day, long
3: time, she's right next to you.
14: Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I still miss my wife. Uh, Anyhow.
3: Well, you enjoy. And we'll yes, tell you tomorrow. tomorrow night you'll sing for us, okay?
14: Oh yes, yes, sure. Have a lovely night, everybody.
3: You too, my friend. One eight hundred two eighty three one oh one point five. What is your favorite love song? What is your most depressing love song? It is Valentine's Day. Uh when there's any candy in this place. It's cold. Join New Jersey 101.5's Big Joe Henry in Special Olympics, New Jersey for the Seaside Polar Bear Plunge. Jump in the ocean with thousands. Freezing for a reason. Saturday, February 25th. All the details are on our free app at nj1015.com. Seaside Polar Bear Plunge with Special Olympics, New Jersey. Only from New Jersey 101.5. All right. Looking for the most depressing love songs. And uh, I threw it up on Facebook. Yeah. I got some really good stuff. What are some of the, the hits? Ryan uh, Bassell is here. Did you ever hear a song? Well, he stopped loving her today, is what Johnny Special, Mr. Meatballs, uh, since then. I've never heard that you one. You know Johnny Meatballs? Yeah, I know that guy. He brings the, with the meatballs. Very good. Brought them with Dina, with um, uh, Eddie Bugatti. Yeah, they're uh, giant, too. Giant Meatballs, and uh, he brought them last Thursday with Eddie. We gotta, i got to put more of Eddie Bugatti stuff up. Uh, Michael Penichelli, anything Nirvana? How about this one? <laughs> Minnie Ripperton.
8: you ever heard Loving You?
3: I think I've heard covers
8: of it. Yeah, like, she's got a
3: very high voice, and she hits a note that
8: will shatter glass. Is it that song, Who's Loving You?
3: or is that No, no. no. Na, 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 na. You never heard that? <laughs> na, 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 na. Oh, my God. Rendition. Uh, yeah, I, I can't hit that note. <laughs> Chris Isaac, Wicked Game. You ever heard Same Old Lang Syne? Same old what same old Lang Syne from Dan Fogelberg. Do we <laughs> do we have it? Uh, you know what? Is there's so much here that I thought we had that we do not have. We probably have this.
8: I feel like pop songs and even like the top, you know, top forties of like the seventies, eighties, nineties. Right. It's all so happy. Like a lot of these songs that the callers have been mentioning, I just don't know because they're depressing songs.
3: They're, you know what? They they are so friggin' depressing, right? Listen to this. This is this is one of the most depressing songs ever. And it's by a guy named Dan Fogelberg, who uh, died at the age of 56. But before he went, he sang some of the most depressing songs you would ever hear in your life. And uh, my first wife was a huge fan, surprisingly. (laughs) Met my lover in the grocery store. The snow is falling Christmas Eve. Now picture this set, right? Here we go. This is beautiful. You run into your old girlfriend. The last thing you want to do is touch her on the sleeve. You want to turn and friggin' run. Right? She didn't recognize the face. I got a break. She doesn't know who I am. This is great. But no, but no. Then she turns around. Ah, it's you.
2: And you're thinking,
3: we. She, she spilled her purse, yeah. and we laughed until we cried. Ha <laughs> ha, you dropped everything out of your purse. I'm just. You, no good, miserable so-and-so who dumped me.
8: It, it feels like, you know, one of those, like, rose-colored glasses songs, you know, where this the guy's is... got his bottle next to him, like in the music video, while he's, like, thinking through flashbacks. Yeah. Listen to this, listen. So they take the groceries to the checkout.
3: Right. Okay. Now, Wait, what's he singing about right now?
13: <laughs>
3: I'm still, and I'm unsure what the hell
8: is going on here. Right. I'm more distracted by the fact that he's giving me like the play-by-play of his time at, you know, shoprite or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Right now.
3: Here we go. Here we go. They couldn't find. It's Christmas Eve. <laughs> they can't find an open bar. So he ends up with the ex-girlfriend drinking in the car. What am I missing here? Uh, d- and then you want to hear the last verse? Yeah, let's. let's Here's hear. the last verse, right? Here's where they ruined Christmas for everyone, right? Uh, just for a moment, I was back at school and felt that old familiar pain. <laughs> and as I turned to make my way back home, the snow turned into rain. They ruined the nice snowy white Christmas everyone was going to have. He
8: runs into his ex-girlfriend, and next thing you know,
3: the snow turns into
8: rain. He sees his ex, we get the play-by-play, he has a good time with the ex, and then he leaves and is sad.
3: And he leaves and he said, because he realized uh, what a pain in the neck she was. <laughs> oh, now! I, it's kind of like when you go on Facebook and, and you reconnect with those people that you can't understand how you lost contact with. And then you find out why you lost contact with them once you get the gnome.
17: All Jersey, all the time. The whole team that you guys have, you all do
8: a great job. New Jersey 101.5. Every night. When that morning-
3: Oh yeah, dancing in the moonlight on Valentine's Day. I hope you're having a good one. I really do. One 1015 A little, little background mood music. We were we were talking earlier about the uh, most depressing love songs. If you go on NJ1015.com, uh, along with the story on Diane Grossman of Mallory's Army, which is a great story, and I recommend you check it out and do what you can to stop bullying in New Jersey schools. But the um, I put 12 great love songs done by great Jersey artists. And when you think about it, like I said earlier, uh, you know, Liverpool had the Fab Four. Well, so does New Jersey. And think about New Jersey's Fab Four. Frank Sinatra. If you had to go four, I mean, there's so many more we could go. But if you went Frank Sinatra, Bruce Springsteen, Frankie Valli, John Bon Jovi, take a look at that body of work. You know, and we're not even talking about songs like I've Had the Time of My Life, written by Frankie Previtt, number 15 on the all-time greatest songs of all time. <laughs> but but uh we were talking about so I got that on NJ1015.com. And you want to go check it out and there's a as a bunch of great songs there. But then we started talking about the most depressing love songs on Valentine's Day. You know, Richard Jenny did a monologue on you know the songs that make you want to kill yourself. And um I'm looking at the list here. And if you have any, give me a call. One eight hundred two eight three one oh one point five. So we were talking about uh same old Lang uh Carol King, too late it's too late baby which yeah. was like from the tapestry album and that carol king had always been i got a school young ryan here carol <laughs> king had always been a great you ever see the go on broadway beautiful is the carol king story mm-hmm. and when she was 16 she was working in the brill building and what the brill building was was think of this a songwriting factory wow in new york where everybody, every kid, Neil Sedaka worked there, Neil Diamond worked there, Carol King worked there, and your office was a desk and a piano. And all they did was sit and crank out hits. And Carol wow. King wrote The Locomotion. She wrote, uh, Will You Still Love Me Tomorrow? So many of the early hits were done by Carol King. And in 1970, she decides she's going to do her own work. And she came out with an album called Tapestry. And it was the number
8: one album. So those songs, locomotion and whatnot, she wrote them, but she didn't herself necessarily perform them with her name no. on it. She didn't perform them; she wrote them, <laughs> and other artists
3: got them. in the In the early days, uh, in the fifties and sixties, mm-hmm. there were like it, it was. You had the singer sang the song, the songwriter wrote the song, the arranger arranged the song, the background band played on the song, and that's the way it went. And then enter Buddy Holly who said uh, he wrote his own music, and he formed his own band, and he went in there and did everything, and died at the age of 22. Yes, I... I 22,
8: with like 40, you know, top 40 hits. He wasn't the only one who, who died that day, it was uh, him... Well, Big Bopper, Big Bopper and Richie Valens, Richie, Valens, Richie yeah. Valens was 17. That's the day the music died, right? Right,
3: but that was he was 17, which so you're talking right. about a guy, Richie Valens, at four hits, and he was only 17. So you think about, you know, what it was like that, you know, how fast you could progress back then. But, you know, getting back, though, but that's how those guys, you know, in those days, that's the way music was done. It's kind of done like that today, where the songwriter writes the song. Uh, The Beatles, British Invasion kind of revolutionized that. The Herman's Hermits song, I'm Into Something Good, was written by Carole King. Uh, so it's too late. Right, we got that one. Uh-huh. Most depressing songs, one 800 1015 What do you got for me? Oh, my God. Uh, Ed the Phone Guy, my old yeah. uh, producer from uh, Alice 104.5, using uh-huh. his real name, Chris Orion from uh, WOGL. Against All Odds.
8: Phil Collins? Oh, my gosh, yeah. Oh, my, Richard Jenny talks. I got to find the Richard Jenny piece where he talks about that. Th- this is a newer song, uh-huh. uh, but I-, I think people still know it. Someone Like You by Adele. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if there was ever a song that could, you know, make you want to, like, really cry your eyes out. (laughs) (laughs)
3: That's what I mean. I don't understand how people write this and think it's a good idea. All by myself, Eric Carmen. Yeah. All by my... He's the guy. He sang Hungry Eyes that Frankie also wrote from their dancing theme. Uh, Let's see. Karen Carpenter. Oh, my God. Goodbye to Love. My favorite Carpenter song. If you're a Carpenters fan at all. Have you ever heard of the Carpenters?
8: <laughs> I've heard of them, I don't Close know.
3: Close to You, We've Only Just Begun. I think I've heard that last okay. one. But. Uh, Goodbye to Love is a really, really bluesy down song. Uh, Jeffrey Paul writes, Honey, he's going to be in here tomorrow night. You Make Love and Fun, that's a depressing song. Uh, the Morning After, from the Poseidon Adventure, yeah. Uh, which was uh, Maureen McGovern if I'm not mistaken Love Hurts uh, Love Hurts was done Roy Orbison did it and then a group called Nazareth did it and Nazareth I don't think it' speak English they're a <laughs> Dutch band and they did Love Hurts and it was a big hit in 1974 yeah. here we go Dave Bell most depressing song The Wedding March <laughs> 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 that's what I love about my audience uh, Bread you ever heard the song If I think so. I'd have to hear if it. If a though. picture paints a thousand words? Yeah. yeah, right, That's a good one. That's a good one. one 800 283 Give me some depressing songs. What is the most depressing love song that you have ever heard? The song that makes you want to kill yourself. What is the most depressing pre- song that you have ever heard? Here's one. Here's one. It's Terry Jack's Seasons in the Sun. That is, yeah. We had joy. We had fun. We had Seasons in the Sun. You ever heard that? I don't think so. Oh, you're not missing. Yeah. Hold on. Let me see. Do, we, do we have that? Oh my god. This this one is
8: unbelievable.
3: I got I got to find this for you.
8: Oh, there's This is a it's from a musical. Uh but it's a it's a popular musical, Rent. I don't know if if you've ever heard of that one. Have I ever heard of Rent? Of course I heard of Rent. Uh it's a it's a song from towards the end of it. Uh-huh. Uh Hold on, hold on, hold on. Jackie in Verona. You're on New Jersey 101.5. What do you got for me?
7: Hi, how
3: about Teen Angel? Oh, we did Teen Angel, Mark Dinning.
13: Oh, okay, well, what about Patches? That was another
3: one. Oh, maybe, yeah, Clarence Carter. Clarence Carter, Patches, right? My folks used to call me Patches. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
7: my God,
3: yeah. yeah that, do you remember Seasons in the Sun? Yeah, that's <laughs> yes.
7: Remember
3: that? That is, that uh, that has got to be the most depressing song ever. Thanks for the call, Jackie. Yeah, see if you listen to this, listen to this, listen to this, there you go. This is, uh, this is what people were depressed to in 1974. This was actually done first by Mark McEwen. Listen to this. I'm introducing young Ryan Bissell
1: to the depressing
3: music. Listen to this, here we go, big chorus.
1: Goodbye, my friend, it's hard to die.
3: Here we go. Got that out of nowhere. All the birds What's this?
1: Are singing in
2: the sky.
3: My friend Jay went up on a pole there. and destroyed the
8: record. <laughs> I mean, pretty
1: girls are everywhere. Here we go. You ready? Here we go. Here we go. Think of me and I'll be there. We had joy, we had fun. We had seasons in the sun. But the hills that we climbed were just seasons out of time.
3: It's better, just it's better. There you go. Bye papa, please please bye, Papa. <laughs> the song sounds so happy, too. You know, uh, you're really like tapping right your toe. Terry Jacks.
1: To right there we from go. Gonna
3: kind of get you where you live,
8: don't it?
1: Too
3: much wine and too, too much, much wine song. song. Bye bye, Papa. <laughs> <laughs> you think you're having a bad day? How'd you like to be Terry Jacks? Sky. You get up on a beautiful day. This is what this guy's got to deal with. Little
1: children everywhere. When you see them, I'll be there.
3: Everybody.
2: Joy, we had fun. We had seasons in the sun. But the wine and the song, like the seasons have
3: a... All right, what is your most depressing song? 1-800-283-101.5. Is it worse or better than Terry Jacks? "His fast traffic. New Jersey, 101.5. Steve Trevelisse. What better way to celebrate Valentine's Day than with the most depressing songs ever? 1-800-283-101.5. You got one. I want to hear it. We've got a good one, a good list so far. Let's go to... uh Marie is in Monroe on New Jersey 101.5. We call her Monroe Marie. What's up, Marie? How are you tonight? I'm good. How you doing?
4: Good. There's an old song. It's called
3: "Running There" by Johnny Preston. Oh my God! Uh, you know what? I remember that song. I remember that song. Remember this? That's it.
11: Uh huh.
3: My friend B Street Glenn used to sing this in clubs. And he'd get the whole crowd divided, you know, doing different parts of the song. And it was great. What made you choose this one?
1: It's an old favorite. I've heard it so many times over the years. Right. the man that that I should have married used to sing it once in a while.
3: Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And
1: when he passed away.
3: Here comes the good part. Those were the that was the age when everybody was dying. Remember the one uh where he gets the out in the West Texas town of El Paso. El
1: Paso, yep.
3: And he gets shot through the heart. I felt the bullet into my chest. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. That, running bear. Love little white dove. Let's go to Donna in Lakewood on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Donna.
17: Hi, how are you? I'm good. How about you? Oh, great. I'm done with work and I'm having a good evening all by myself.
3: Oh, you're done with work? What do you work?
17: I actually work at a school, and then when I'm done at a school, I'm a nurse. I am taking care of an aunt.
3: Look at so, you. It's- Double duty. Double duty. We call you double duty Donna. Yeah. But don't think of it as a bad duty. It's a good duty. It's a good duty. And You know what? There's a special place for you in heaven. <laughs> there we go. With, 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 all, with all the food you can eat. And you don't put Ooh. on a pound. Does it get any better than that? That's what I want for my birthday. You have all the food you could eat, and you won't put on a pound. We're going to make a deal. That's heaven. There you go. That's what happens when you get there, right? And yeah. then afterwards, you need an antacid. You find out, oh, my God, I'm in the other place. <laughs> what's, That's why they call me Double Duty. Double Duty Donna. What's your What's your song, Double Duty Donna?
17: Well, I I think, for me, Elvis Presley's song... Suspicious Minds.
3: Suspicious Minds. Now, why Suspicious Minds?
17: Because it was. It came out when him and his wife Priscilla were getting divorced. Right. Sang it. Oh my God! It just ripped me apart.
3: Oh, that's good. That remember, as she was uh, seeing the karate instructor.
17: Yes.
3: Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, are you an Elvis fan?
17: Yeah, kind of like. Could you tell?
3: <laughs> it's so sad. You know what happened? You see that story with him, with the movie. It's just so sad that this guy was so exploited, and he was such a he had good no guy. Life. No,
17: he had no life,
3: and such an incredible talent.
17: Yeah, I was very fortunate to see him in person. You know, yeah, yeah. When he came to the next to last cut. Uh, concert that he did I saw the Madison Square Garden uh-huh. and then I had tickets to see him at the Nassau Coliseum and he passed away
3: oh you know I remember seeing him like May the 6th CBS did a special and he's the one where he's walking across the stage reading the words to my way and oh. I saw him on TV and I don't know why I'm, I'm no nothing and I just said oh my god he's gonna die he's gonna die you just—he—you look, he was so bloated, and he was apologizing. And he still, despite that, when you hear that song from that night, he still had it. No matter what happened to Elvis, he never lost the talent that brought him to the table. No. Nah.
17: Talent, charisma. Yeah. He was, he was awesome. He I mean. really was.
3: Yeah. Donna, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Let's go to... Uh, Darren is in Columbus on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Darren. Hey, what's up, my man? Man, right. you, you, you
10: kick butt on the radio, man. I love you. I'm sorry, my headphones went bad. Could you say that again? I, I, I just, now, you kick butt on the radio, man. I love listening to you.
3: Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you, pal. All right, so now, what what, what is, uh, tell me, like, what is your song?
10: My song is uh, uh, Waiting for a Girl
3: Like You from Foreigner. It's off the Foreigner 4 album. Oh, I know that song. I know, I know that song um, very, very well. How oh, my God. That? And, you know, I, I, every
10: time I played it, I used to sing to her. Yeah. And and, and she used to just melt. Yeah. And just when I, I, I don't know, I, I just, it, it just, just, oh just the lyrics alone.
3: We're great it's amazing you know what and that's one of their biggest hits i remember when that first came out we must have played it for like eight months in heavy rotation yeah yeah great so now you sing darren oh yeah what do you sing it's so long i been long yeah all right darren i like that i like that good
10: stuff is she with you
3: now darren no, she's not. Oh, No, no. Not. she died a couple. Oh, I'm sorry, Dad. I'm going. You know what? I'm glad you got the song, and I'm so glad you called, pal. Yeah,
10: but I, I just, I wanted to really. It was only just a week ago. Um, oh, she died a week ago. Yeah.
3: Oh, damn it! I'm so sorry.
10: Yeah, no, I dedicated uh, well, uh, maybe about a week and a half or so ago. Uh
3: huh. And um,
10: I, I wanted her to hear it, but they wouldn't let me in the hospital. You know, because, you know, um, and,
3: well, uh, well, you know what?
10: On the, on I'm this, going to be happy. That's all.
3: On this Valentine's Day,
10: you got it. Yeah, it's crazy. And Isn't somewhere it?
3: out there, she's hearing it.
10: Uh, that's good. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, man.
3: You got it, Darren. Thanks for calling New Jersey 101.5. All 800 1-800-283-101.5. Top that, Carla Barrio. What are you doing, Steve? How are you, my friend? I'm talking to you. What are you doing? How's Ralph Marchio doing these days? You know, it was very, very good. It was nice of you to arrange that, as a matter of fact. they have, re- And because you did that, they have renewed Cobra Kai for one more season.
16: There you go. How the you final you go, season. Friend?
3: You're a good man. You know, I got we got to talk because you know who I'm working on now is going to come on?
9: Watch that.
3: Don't tell anybody. I don't say that. Anthony Dennison.
16: Oh, Ray Luka. John
3: Wranglin Time. Ray Luca. That's what I'm working on now. Crime we're, we're, story, yeah, but yeah, we can't talk about that on the air. Yeah, we gotta talk about it off the air. Who you who you yeah. got for me now? what's your song?
12: All right. So it's 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 a funny
15: story. Years ago when I first started out, I used to open for Vicky Potato and he did a parody on this song. Mm-hmm. He used to talk about the song The Recordy Edmund Fitzgerald.
3: Oh my god, oh I remember playing stage.
12: that. Yeah, he would go up on stage and go, The ship went down and everyone
16: drowned, and their <laughs> lungs were filled up with water. And it was funny, but it was it is such a it, because it's a true story and it was very, very depressing.
3: Uh what was the other one? Roger Whitaker, The Last Farewell? I have no fear of death. <laughs> I don't mind dying. All right. Hey, let's be happy. All right. <laughs> All right, pal. One All oh one point five. All right, we talked about your most depressing song, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. What is your happy? Happiest song? Oh, geez, happiest song. I can't do happy. I'm not programmed I, know. I, I am.
11: I'm not so used to that, I'm Steve. too good
3: with depressed. We can do that.
11: Happiest song or happiest love song? Or just happiest song in general? Oh, oh happy. Oh, blah, da.
3: oh, blah, blah, You just threw that at it. <laughs> yeah, I
11: <did. laughs> All
3: right, it is 1030. Now, the latest New Jersey News 283-101.5, Steve Trebley's. All we're looking for the most depressing songs ever. What do you got for me? And it's not Rock the Casbah, but uh, we do have some good ones here uh let's see i got a whole bunch of them on facebook uh seasons in the sun we did daniel from elton john alone again naturally from gilbert o'sullivan without you from nilson tell laura i love her let's go to uh michael's in princeton on new jersey 101.5 hey michael
10: hey buddy how you doing tonight i'm
3: good how about you
10: I feel good. I feel good. But I got to tell you, when you listen to this one song over here, you feel so sad for the girl. The name of the song is called Missing, and the band is called Everything But The Girl.
3: I That was a kind of a disco song, right?
10: No, not really. It's, um, Let me see if I can find it. it it's it's a slow So You got to hear it. It's a girl that just, <clears throat> her boyfriend left her. Right. He didn't say where he's going, and she just keeps coming back and hanging out year after year. And he's all gone, but she can't move on, and it's incredibly sad. You know, empathy abounds in this song, and it's uh, it's got to be one of the the saddest songs. I got I
3: gotta find this here. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, you do. All right, hold on. I gotta I gotta let the stupid ad play first. Uh, You know what? I was thinking. I thought it was kind of like a dance song. But no. No, I I know. You know what? Hold on. Give me like one second. Right, let yeah. this let this thing end. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. And uh Step off the Oh yeah. I know this song.
2: Walking down your street again, past your door. But you don't live
3: there anymore. I remember this song. It's a great song, but it's so sad. It really, it truly is. And you look at the video, uh, and you see her outside the apartment. Yeah, this is everything but the girl missing.
10: Mm-hmm. Great name of a van.
2: What year was this? Oh,
10: gone, and I can't move on. When she says that, it's like you mm-hmm. can't realize when like, somebody can't move on. Yeah. Something.
3: What year was this? Do you remember?
10: Uh it's gotta be early nineties maybe.
3: Yeah. I'm trying to see like where it's here. It was posted five years ago on YouTube. Uh, vocals of the eighties and nineties. The song literally makes me feel like I'm back in the nineties. Right like. Yeah. Michael, that's a good one. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. George is in Westerville, on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, George.
13: Hi, uh, hi Steve. Uh, starry, starry night. Starry starry Don, night. Don McLean.
3: Don McLean. Ain't sure this is one of the saddest songs ever. You.
13: Trying to re- replace Raymond from Rockaway. <laughs>
3: yeah, you want to you want to replace Raymond from Rockaway? Can you sing?
13: I, I could give it a try sometime. All right, uh, let
3: me hear you sing.
13: Um, okay. Um. Uh, wait. I, I know. I know the one. I was feeling. When the moon hits your eye like a bigger piece of pie, <laughs> that's the morning. When the moon is big and full like a pasta for two, that's the morning.
3: You know what? You just went. You just went more depressing than Don McLean. <laughs>
13: I subject I think I subjected you. Just very quickly before I let you... Have you ever heard Elvis Presley's recipe for peanut butter and banana sandwiches?
3: Deep fry it, right?
13: That's why he died. Yeah, he would take... He would have his... uh, There was a very nice black lady who made made all his favorite uh, recipes. Right. And it was six slices of white Wonder Bread, an entire stick of butter, an entire... uh, a, jar, a half a jar of peanut butter and some ripe bananas mashed together, and the, that was put on three sandwiches and fried on both sides in butter. It's in Elvis Presley's junk food recipe book. Anyway, Steve, thank you, and I'll talk to you again. Have a good. You night. know
3: what? He used to keep. I went to Graceland, and he used to have like a giant brandy snifter on top of a piano. And the job was to keep that filled with burnt crispy bacon. And that was, that was his snack. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. What a great song. When no hope was left in sight on that sorry, starry night. Listen to this.
1: But still your love was true.
3: 800-283-101.5. Billy is on 78 on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Billy. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing very well, thanks.
15: You're probably too young to remember this one by Dickie Lee. It was called Patches.
3: Dickie Lee? I thought that was Clarence Carter that did Patches.
15: No, Dickie Lee made the original back in the early 60s. Oh, he did? This was, Yeah, he fell for a
16: girl from the wrong side of the tracks. and uh-huh. his, his parents wouldn't let her see her, so it was all—it was basically teen suicide back then.
3: I'm thinking of a different one. Does it sound like this?
11: Papa used to tease about it. down inside. He was No, 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 no.
3: This is a different one, right? Yeah,
16: if you if you Google it, Dickie Lee, D-I-C-K-I-E.
3: Dickie Lee patches. All right, I'll do it. I'll do it. I had no. I that one. I that one. I never heard of. All right. Yeah. What? Yeah, but you gotta hear the last the last few
15: lines of it, and then you'll understand what the song is about.
3: Mm, well, all right, all right, I'll check it out. Thanks for the call to New Jersey one oh one point five. Let's go to uh,
1: Roxanne. Hi, Roxanne. Hi, Steve. I love you. You're my Valentine for today because yes. I claim the way you speak so good about Elvis Presley, I love you for that. Uh, I was.
3: A, I'm a big fan. I'm. I'm a fan of Elvis Presley.
1: Oh, I love that. That is so good
4: to
9: hear. Okay. Well, let's get down to business now.
3: Okay. Right
9: down the line.
3: Right down the line. Jerry Rafferty.
9: Yeah, that's my my love song from way back in the day. What me. a
3: great song that was. What that was a follow up to. Uh, <laughs> Baker Street and Home and Drive was the other song on that album. Remember?
9: Oh, I do. I do. Yeah. And, you know, my, my fiancé
0: at the time, mm-hmm. you know, way
9: back then, my first love. Right. He, he liked that, to play that song to me, and it's still to this day, oh. you know, rocks my bones.
3: <laughs> that is such a cool song. I love that little, da-da, dan dan, that little keyboard he's got going on there. I, so know, simple, I know. So simple. And you know what? Baker Street was so complicated with the horns and everything, and he follows it up with this nice, simple little ditty.
10: Like magic.
3: How About that, right?
10: And
3: right, what's your what's your other song?
10: Uh, crazy.
4: I pass it
3: Oh, what a great song!
4: Yeah, I, love I
1: love to sing it, but I cry. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. I don't want to say it's really depressing, but crazy
3: you feeling so blue. Yeah, you know you I mean? got it. You got it. Good job. I will. love you. I uh, love you. Thanks for calling, New Jersey 101.5. Not New York. we brought to you by New Jersey Lottery. Power X. Feel the power of winning up to 50 times more cash with New Jersey Lottery's Power X family of scratch-offs. Top prize up to $3 million. Anything can happen in Jersey. 1-800-283-101.5 is the number. I'll tell you what could happen in Jersey. You know what could happen in Jersey? I'll tell you what could happen in Jersey. This. Well, I've got news for you. Excellent news.
11: Now it's time for Headlines and lines. I read the news
2: today, oh boy. Doctor,
11: doctor news as Steve comments on the headlines of New Jersey.
8: Brace yourself, folks. For mind blowing news. As only Steve can. What the hell's going on out here? A good question. All right. So, New Jersey people who use Easy Pass are going to be getting a, uh, a bit of a refund each month. If really? they Yeah. So, uh, legislation A5205 uh, isn't being ah, introduced. Ah, the old the a The old A5205 is being passed. And uh, EasyPass users who uh, make 35 or more qualifying transactions per month uh, at the end of the month will get an account credit equal to 50% of the amount they paid in that calendar month. Nice! Yeah. So I personally don't have EasyPass, but. I if, may get it. Yeah, I was gonna say, if that's the case, like. I'm you gonna know. go through the Walworth
3: <laughs> Bridge just to
8: drive from here to Roosevelt. <laughs> So what's or th- North Brunswick, depending. I think what's funny about the 30, like, needing to hit, like, a certain number, though, that's that's funny. Like, it's not like a mile marker limit. It's almost like when you have Grubhub Plus, you know, you find yourself buying more so that you can get the discount.
3: Just keep going. Go go move down by, like, uh, to Coney And just keep going back and forth over the bridge every day for the hell of it. i got to get to the 35 to get my money back. Yeah, Billy. Really. I'm gonna go to Wawa in, uh, you know, in Roosevelt Boulevard just to get my half. Pie. That's a pretty good deal, though. Yeah, right. Because you figure if you're gonna get half, if you're doing 35 transactions and you're gonna get 17 back. Go get the sub.
8: Yeah, and not just that, but they're trying to phase out cash from being used on. The isn't, everybody, it all. isn't everybody Isn't uh, everybody? The banks don't even have money anymore. Why would EasyPass have money? Exactly. Um, so now people on TikTok are trying to become de-influencers. So what a de-influencer is is an influencer, but not under the name an influencer. It's um, a de-influencer. Don't do this. They, yeah, that's what they say. They go online that's and they cold. say they point out uh, products that are being advertised that are scams, or you know, say don't follow this trend or things like that. Okay, but it's almost like a a self defeating cycle because now you're the you're the influencer telling people what they should and shouldn't be buying, you know? So You're doing the same thing. Yeah, it's it's just like I don't know. I, it's it's uh you say are
10: ridiculous. <laughs> Ridiculous.
8: <laughs> there you go. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it is. Ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. Well. Um, and uh, Forbes has released their list of the 10 highest paid uh, people, or well, uh, people in media for 2022. Number 10 is Bad Bunny. He's a Puerto Rican rapper. Okay. Number nine is T-Swizzle, Taylor Swift. Number eight is James Cameron. Seven's is the Rolling Stones, if you can believe it, at $98 million. Six is Brad Pitt. Five is the creators of The Simpsons. Uh, James L. Brooks and Matt Groning. four is Trey Parker and Matt Stone which is the South Park creators mm-hmm. uh, third is Tyler Perry who's worth an estimated fortune that? of a billion dollars but his was 175 million this year Sting was second with 210 really? million really yeah um, he sold uh, what is it called uh, the musician and his band the police sold their music catalog uh, to Universal Music Group in 2022 oh. and he pocketed 300 million before fees from the sale damn And number one. And this one blew me away. I had no idea. Damn. Genesis. At 200. Really? Yeah, Genesis. Uh, they, the frontman Phil Collins and his music group sold the rights to a piece of their song catalog to Concord Music Group in September for 300 million dollars.
3: Whoever knew when they were, like, writing those songs in their 20s that someday, that Bruce Springsteen's hold his catalog for $500 million. Whoever knew, right? Go, go back to writing songs. If you're, if you're out there and you're writing songs and you're not really sure if this is going to work, right, you tell your parents, I want to write songs, and they tell you, go get a job, you tell them to go. $500 million for that. This has been the Steve Travelis Show On Demand. Check out the latest from Steve on our free app or
10: nj1015.com. New Jersey
2: 1015.